0: live for another episode of the brown water banter podcast my name is jared seymour my name is joey Cates, and uh we have uh kyle in the studio today captain kyle johnson actually from coastal water outfitters he's going to be chatting with us about his business how he got started and some cool stuff with conservation man it's going to be a uh, fun-filled episode i guarantee Uh, But before we do that, we're going to jump into our sponsors here. I'm going to flash them on the screen, man. Hope y'all are getting familiar with his uh, beautiful face there. That's Dr. Robbie Williams at Southern Magnolia Smiles over in Ocean Springs, right there on Washington Avenue. Uh, You can check him out on all the socials at Southern Magnolia Smiles. They're on Facebook and Instagram. He's been a big supporter of the show since day one, and we appreciate that. He's also got a regular website at southernmagnoliasmiles.com or reach out to him on the landline at 228-228. 215-1202. He'll take care of you, man. Tell him that we uh that we sent you to when you go over there. Uh, another one of our sponsors that we're happy to uh to to mention here is Hilltree Marketing. They do website and graphic design, social media management, IT services, videography. Photography and aerial cinematography, which means they have a kick-ass drone. They it's get, pretty some, sweet they too. get some killer footage, man. If you're uh, if you're looking for to upgrade your website, which we were and we are using them, we actually took yes. some photos with them yesterday. So be looking uh, to. You can see their work coming up soon on BrownwaterBanter.com. But if you want to go check out some of the other websites that they've already done, jump over to HillTreeMarketing.com and you can see some of their work. You can see the team and you can see Jesse over there. Hit them up. Let them know we sent you. And uh, third here we've got uh, the Downtown Ocean Springs Crawfish Cookoff. That's going to be May 29th of this year. Uh, it's Downtown Ocean Springs. It's the third annual. Uh, we went to the first one. At least I know I did. I had a blast. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, they're going to be cooking 2,000 pounds of crawfish from uh, 22 different teams so you pay your admission you go into the uh to the to the cook-off there you sample all the different uh teams all the different crawfish that they cook you get a ticket and you vote with your ticket to see who is the best one and uh at the end of the day they tally up all the votes and the winner takes home the prize uh but in the meantime you get to chase a bunch of crawfish and drink beer so it's a great
1: sounds amazing great
0: event i don't know what else you could really want out of life other than that so Um, But like I mentioned, we have Kyle in the studio today, Captain Kyle Johnson, sir, how are you doing? doing great What's man, up, man
2: i tell you what he turns that on quick Does, like, he, he he went from Dave, just talking to a regular on. guy to man that radio voice is sexy it that, dude i it like it it's, a, it's a talent i, I, I kind of feel like i need to step my game up now like I, i'm a little intimidated <laughs> I'm not jingling, gonna a little tingling yeah, I'm, a yeah, like, lot of
0: times when people get around professionals they, they, <laughs> exactly they i'm way. scared to talk i might stutter on this one <laughs> uh, i think i said um about 140 times no 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 you did good uh no, man, tell us what's up, dude. Tell us about the business. Tell us about the charter boat game. I know you got a cool backstory, right? I mean, you yeah. haven't done this full time your whole entire life, I know, right? Yeah, so uh yeah. tell me uh tell me how you got into it.
2: So uh first and foremost, I'm a family man. Uh, family comes first, always has. Uh I got a wife, Courtney Johnson, love her to death. She's she's she holds a lot of this together. I got two kids, Karen Fisher Fisher, four and five. Uh they're a handful, dude. I was a bad kid. Anybody <laughs> that knows me. Uh, knows that I was a really, really bad kid, and it's kind of funny because we got this core group of friends. We've been friends since kindergarten, and when we get together, and like, uh, and I wouldn't say outside but a new person comes in, we're always telling stories about each other. I got all these great stories about them, and it's always like they say, "Well, one time Kyle did." I was like, "Oh crap!" You know, it's yeah, always something bad. And that
1: new person's eyes gets about that. Big, yeah, they're, they're like, like there well, "No what? way!"
2: Because yeah. I've calmed down a lot, but. Uh, yeah yeah I, I i like to um i like to spend time with my family more, yeah. more than anything but i did 11 years of mississippi army national guard full-time uh, yeah baby yeah did that i was a uh, in aviation i worked on helicopters i did Sweet. avionics work uh, 15 fox Rot for you military guys and uh, i loved it man i really did I, I loved what i did i loved the people i worked with um, I just kind of got burnt out with the atmosphere and, and all the bureaucratic stuff. I'm a very passionate person, and that bleeds off into the fishing world as well. And some things, honestly, have gotten burnt out with me on the, the fishing side because, uh, unfortunately, the world turns with money, and everything yes. it has to do with money. So. You can have all the passion in the world and all the right intentions, but if it's not on somebody's radar for money, you can forget about There's it. There's always red tape and Dude, everything it, you do. It's it's so tough. Yeah, but,
0: m- my cousin actually was out there with you uh, really? for a little while, a little overlap, uh, Jonathan Acevedo. I don't know if you got a chance to I don't yeah. know how many people are out there. but Yeah, yeah. He, would,
2: uh, he would He He would. would come on on uh, orders every once in a while, yeah. and then I think he ended up getting a job he there in did. the powertrain shop, uh, right? Don't know the specifics. Yeah, yeah, he just he was no, he's the out there as shop. a
0: civilian and also in the Guard as well. Yeah,
2: yeah. And I well, – you're technically a civilian, uh, a DOD civilian, but you're still wearing the uniform every right, day, still right. doing everything. Correct, it's correct. A, it's, a, it's so hard to tell people because it's like, <laughs> you know, people think active duty and, and National Guard, and it's hard to say I was, you know, a DOD civilian, but I wore the uniform every day, still had to do everything right. an Army guy would have to do except for PT in the morning. You know, right, that, right. That's, that's exactly what it is, but— yeah, he was a good guy. I used to yeah. go in there and mess with him all yeah. the time. I he mess did. with him. I think I messed with him about his eyebrows a lot. But, uh <laughs> he it. He I messed with, mess with a lot he of got people. Some thick eyebrows. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were nice and nice and flush. But uh, <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what I did a lot at work. Cause I'd go around from shop to shop. I'd get some guys riled up, and then I'd just leave. Yeah, like, yeah. I'd get them riled up, and then just leave. Come back 30 minutes later, they're still you know hot and heavy on some subject. But anyways, I, I love that. I love serving my country. That's really the main reason I did it. Uh, right. I wanted to do something, and I was kind of a little bit lost to give you the tr- give you the honest answer here. Uh, but I joined and and I did that and I loved it. Kind of got real. I've always fished, you know. Same same as everybody that, that's in this industry. You you've always fished your whole life. It's part of you. A lot of people, you know, growing up on the coast, you're just you're just part of it. You're something right. to it. Mm-hmm. But. um For me, uh, I think it was about 2015 is when I really started getting into the fishing scene. Um, I've always been really, really good at writing. Uh, It's just always something that's been easy for me and natural. Uh, I remember in school, uh, teachers either loved me or hated me. Like (laughs) There was no in between because I didn't give 110% in school. I was so bored. I I couldn't stand it. So I just did bare minimums to get by, but then when it, it, when it, when it, when it comes to get like to what it takes to get by, you know, I would do that. But then if it was something I'd liked, I would give it 110%. So they would see my like full potential and they'd be like, why are you like this? Quit sandbagging everything. Yeah. Like, come on dude. But that's just how I was. And, and writing was one of those, you know, everybody would cringe when they'd say, we got to do a paper and I'd be like done in five minutes, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's just something that came natural to me. And uh, that's kind of one of the reasons Chris and I uh, kind of meshed a little bit. Chris Bush with The Speckled Truth, that dude's a phenomenal writer. I'll he never is. have he a is. vocabulary like he, he does, but he, uh, he's a really, really good writer. And it's, it's one of those things that you, you think about how you would talk, you know, that, that, that's how you write. A lot of people like they, they overcomplicate it. You do it like you're having a conversation, but you have to learn the right grammar you know, to, to make it, like when you read it, it where to put comm- A lot of people put too many commas. I don't know why they do that. When I when I read those things, I'm like, dude, come you on! Would,
1: you would be terrified to
0: read mine. I promise you, because <laughs> it sounds Thomas like a robot. Yeah, yeah, You can see some of the Facebook posts. It's yeah. terrible. Yeah, you can
1: tell when I do it and Jared does yeah. it because he does like correct punctuation and grammar, and I'm like, well, what? I, I'm yeah. not I'm not
2: the best at it. I'd say I'm pretty good at grammar, but it's really my wife. So i i started it i started the a, truth the yeah. Coming yeah no there doubt dude yeah she, she she's is, the boss she, she runs it. knows it dude yeah. she would read over my stuff and when i'd send articles in uh to magazines and things like that they'd be like oh my gosh we, we don't even have to edit it and i'd be like, yeah you know was, yeah, yeah i've got yeah. it like <laughs> I mean, that you know? i'm pretty good <laughs> i already had my own yeah. editor Thanks, baby. i never <laughs> even told him that but uh yeah the way i got into that was uh i was just kind of You know i'm a really technical fisherman i'm not one of those that just is satisfied with going out having a good day and being like heck yeah i had a good day i Mm -hmm. want to know why i want to know why it was a good day i started really diving into things uh you know i'm really hardcore artificial bait guy nothing against live bait i use live bait sometimes for charters and you have to for people that have never never done it but i've even gotten people that i've never done it to to catch them on artificial but Mm -hmm. it just kind of depends on the situation but I wanted to kind of share some things that I was learning. So I started this blog, um, I think this was 2015 or 2016. And man, it just got, it got real popular. It was kind of, it was a perfect timing because blogs were just kind of starting to get big. And I was just talking about uh, sharing things that I learned and that I knew and just kind of helping beginners because there's this little like cycle that happens in the fishing world, uh, industry, whatever you want to call it. But you start fishing. You you get pretty good, you get pretty consistent, and number one, you you and this is going to bleed into a conversation later, but you become a meat hauler because yes. you want to show to yes. people that you, can catch fish, fish, you can catch fish, right? Yeah. It's all an ego thing. It really is. I'll admit it. Right. I was part of it. Everybody, Chris Bush was. Yes. Everybody was a everybody part of it. Was. And so, uh, you, you your only way to know to show that is to show coolers full of fish or yep. new dock shots, you know, whatever. And so, I was doing that and. I just kind of, you know, you, you get to a point to where you're like, you know, why, why am I doing this? You know, but uh, while I was doing that, I would get so many messages like, man, you know, how are you doing this? How are you doing that? Of course, the number one question is where, and for, uh, I know you said not to look at the camera, but for all you people that <laughs> you ask me where I yeah. fish, I am lying to you. Yes. Okay. Yes. That, that is the loop. That, 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 yeah, that, that is the easiest thing to do. I mean, right. come on guys, right. you know, you, you got to get, a, I'll tell you everything about the situation. You've got to apply it to somewhere that you know, yeah. right? Right. Because that's the whole point. It, it, it's it's just too easy to go out there and, and just, you know, somebody told you to go to do it. And it's just, there's no satisfaction in that to me. Well, even,
1: even, even, when people tell you where to go and what to use if you're not there at the right time it's still not going to work yeah, you can I mean you could literally park next to somebody and they mm-hmm. could be wearing them out and you could be
0: doing nothing yeah you know i've done saying? that yeah. yeah you got yeah i've been mean, on the boat that didn't to. catch shit next to the guy who and this was in the river but still it happened oh
2: dude don't think I hadn't been sitting in a spot, and another charter captain pulls up next to me and wears them out. That is the worst. Yeah, thing absolutely. When your clients are like, "Well, they got another one," I'm like, "Ah!" <laughs> I'm like, and I'm over there looking yeah. at him like, "Dude, yeah. come on!" Yeah. You're yeah. like, I know. I can see. Just yeah. Like yeah. You can. I'm, I'm, I'm like, "Oh, let's let's get out of here." Bro, you know? That was like, probably a catfish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, let's get out of here. But. uh, but anyways, I, honestly, I got tired of saying the same stuff over and over, right? So I'm all about like streamlining things. I, I really, I'm big into technology uh, when it comes to making your life easier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my website, you can book a trip online, yeah. all that stuff. I'm, I'm all about streamlining stuff. And so I thought, I was like, man, I'm just going to do a blog and I'm going to talk about some things and just answer all these questions at once. That way, when somebody asks me something, I can just be like, boom, here's a link to this. Read. There you go. Check right? it out. And so I, I started doing that and, you know, there was no financial gain. There was no real motive. And I, I don't know, man, it, it kind of grew from there. And I, when I get something in my head, I'm like, I want to see how far something will go. Right. So I started doing it more and more and I kept getting requests for certain things and I would do that. And then, I kind of wish I still had all this material. I was I was asking my web guy that did it uh, years ago where all that stuff was, and he was like, man, I, I can't find it. But I mm-hmm. wish I could kind of bring it. I'm trying yeah, to yeah. Yeah. bring it back because it's still stuff that I do. It, because it wasn't a lie. It was all like stuff right. that I do. But, um, you know, I don't know, man. I, I started reaching out to companies and was like, hey, you know, I got this blog and I use your product. I'm a believer in your product. I'd like to represent it. And all that stuff got involved with the whole like pro staff thing. It's not really all it's it's, yeah. it's chalked up to be. They kind of accept anybody nowadays. Sponsored, yeah. yeah. Just so you know, yeah. it's not like it used to be. They they will literally accept just about anybody. But right. I, I did get involved with some companies. I'm still involved with today. And and really, there's some great companies out there that really put some research and development into their stuff. Mm-hmm. And those are the ones to really to really use. Those are the, those are the guys that don't just like. Oh, here's the newest, latest and greatest. Try it. Have fun. They're, they're, they're field testing it, you know, all that stuff. But I started doing that and, uh, man, the fishing world, just like everything, there's that old saying, and I live and die by it. It's not what you know, it's who, you know, and, Correct. and, and you reach out to people and you never know where a conversation is going to go. And I honestly don't remember how I got in touch with this one guy, but, um, it was this guy, uh, and I don't even remember his name to tell you the truth, but it was a guy that had helped another, like pretty famous guy, uh, Jimmy Nelson. I don't know if y'all have seen him with his uh, his wife Louisa, really hot chick in the, bikini all yeah, the time. Yeah, that's the chick
1: that I show you all the time. That dives, she goes no, down. No, the she lobster, does everything. She, she does spearfish. She yeah. does every, And she is. Yeah. She's yeah, not yeah, just. Yeah. A, she's not just a pretty face. Yeah. That no, like, but she actually like she, yeah, yeah. She's, she's legit. legit. Yeah.
2: yeah. And uh, he's you know he's on TV and all, but he kind of helped that guy progress and i don't dude i really don't remember how i got his contact information i just call him one day and i'm telling him i'm like man you know i I, i'm kind of pushing this thing seeing how far it will go he's like well what's your end game what do you want out of it right and i was like i i I don't know and that was kind of a a flaw is that i didn't know what i wanted right Right. i was just kind of doing this stuff just to do it and then you know next thing you know he's getting me in with coastal angler magazine like the national chain Mm -hmm. and so They put me on the cover of Coastal Angler. Uh, It was a picture of me holding a trout at Cat Island. You know, it wasn't even that big of a trout. It was like a four and a half pound trout. But I caught it in a pretty technical way, you know, using big swim baits in shallow water, which a lot of people around here don't do that. When I say swim bait, I mean, uh, Egret Bait's Voodoo Mullet, which is like a realistic looking Mm -hmm. big swim bait, not just like a soft plastic, like a Matrix or something like that, an H&H or something. It was a really big four and a half inch bait. And so they, they really liked the picture and everything. And they, and, um, one of the editors was like, man, can you, can you write a story? Do you know how to write? And I was like, yeah. He's like, can you write a story to go along with this? And I was like, yeah. And so I wrote the story and then it was like, we need you to write an article every month for like the national chain, you know? And so I did that. Uh, honestly, it didn't last that long, probably about like six months. I kind of got tired of it because Mm -hmm. like I said now, dude, God, I wish I could get back to that because if I would have been a charter captain then, if I would have started then, I would like be booked out a year in advance. I would get so many emails uh, about potential clients. Like, you know, do you guide? And, and it was always the funniest responses. It was all like, I'd really like to go on a trip with you, this and that. And I'd be like, I'm sorry, I don't guide. And they're like, then why are you yeah. doing this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why what are is you, the point? Yeah, why are you? And I was like, I don't know. I really, I, I don't know. But, <laughs> I like uh, writing. Yeah, I just, I just like it. to write. I like to, I like to share information because... And another reason I really got involved with it, just kind of going back a little bit, is, man, you know, I got really aggravated with some of the pro staff stuff, uh, kind of going back to me saying that they kind of accept anybody. And some of these companies really need to do, like, some background checks because there is nothing more frustrating than me than to... uh, I'm a research-type guy, and I know know y'all are, too. Like, you didn't... Y'all don't have all this equipment just buying it randomly. (laughs) Y'all... Y'all... Have you <laughs> ever stood at a
0: store? My wife gets so pissed off. I'll be trying to yeah. buy just the simplest and shit. And... and I'm looking at the two products, and then I got to get on my phone, yeah. and it's 40 minutes later, and I still haven't purchased I mean, the $20 item. Yeah, that's I, me. I read I can, four reviews yes. from two other websites. Yeah, and yes. yeah.
2: I, I cannot buy something, even if it's exactly what I want in the right time. Yes. I'm like, I, I got to know something. I'll that's watch exactly a YouTube video. Because I'll be whatever. damned if
0: you get one over on me, yeah. company. You it, know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I paid more for this one. I could have got that one, and it yeah. has all these features.
2: Yeah. Yes, I'm not. So, so, Y'all will respect this then because there's nothing more that drives you crazy than you're like, you know, learning how to fish is hard. Let's Correct. just be real. Yeah. It's hard. These fish like, yeah, like you think they're dumb, but they're very smart. All, all fish are, are pretty dang smart. I'm right. not going to lie. And there's a lot to it. You know, the moon, the tide, the the conditions, everything. There's so many factors to it. And so when people start fishing, it can be very frustrating. And then, you got somebody that's putting out information and it's just, it's crap. It, yeah. it, it's bull crap. And I, yeah. I would get aggravated with that. And that's really why I got into the whole thing. You know, I, yeah. I was just like, man, there's, there's guys out there just putting out this crap. It was a big ego trip. And I, I swear to God, go on record right now, it, that's not what it was for me. It, it was just me. I was. Honestly, it was me being lazy. If you really look at it, I was tired of retyping the same stuff to people, and right. that's why I started the blog. And everything trickled down from the blog. And then I was like, "Well, let's just kind of see how far this can go," type thing. And so, I got real sick and tired of seeing these guys, you know, post stuff and and you read the articles. And uh, Mike McBride down in Port Mansfield, Texas. God, man, that guy is hilarious. <laughs> Phenomenal trout fisherman. He's a legend in the game. And uh, dude, he will he will hammer on them guys that write the same articles. Think, think about the, the, the articles that you read. It's a lot of the same regurgitated stuff. These magazines have a hard time getting people to actually, you know, write an article and they'll, they'll kind of get just about anybody nowadays. Yeah. And, they they will, it almost seems like they just kind of Google previous articles and reword Copy and it. Patient. You know. Kind of
0: like we all did in high school. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. That, that's, that's how I wrote that's all my like. papers in high school.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> except yeah. they don't get graded. It's just, yeah, great, it's just thanks, there. you know. But, you know, the same stuff over and over. they you know, slow it down in the winter. We'll fish deep for speckled trout. You right. know, they're, they're lethargic and it Mike, oh my God, you say lethargic about around Mike McBride. He goes insane. Uh, I do it like every, every chance I get. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> But that, that was another reason why, why I got into it. And then, man, after the Coastal Angler thing, I was just – and I, I, had a, uh, I had a column with South Mississippi Living. Uh, Michael Sunderman, great guy. Man, y'all should try and have him on here Yeah, if yeah. you could. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I could probably holler at Shoot him us if you man. want. Shoot but us a right. contact. Awesome dude. Super, super nice guy. Really cool story too. I mean, he, he's, he's, he's up there, dude. He's done a lot. And uh, super humble, super cool guy. He gave me a chance. You know, I was getting paid to to write articles and stuff. And, man, I still had a full-time job, you know, started my family and all that. And, man, you really start looking at your priorities. You're like, am I supposed to, like, should I be working on this article that's due next week? Or should I be helping my wife feed the baby? Yeah. You know, it's like. Because my wife's
1: going to be really pissed here in about 30 minutes. yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I, uh, I kind of like fell off from a lot of that stuff and just kind of got away from it. It kind of got old and I I just kind of just kept fishing and kept posting really just, just to show people that I was fishing, I guess, or whatever. And, uh, that's really what my, my entire Facebook turned into is just, it's family and fishing. I, I don't, I don't really talk about anything political or anything like that. It's just family and fishing and, Man, I, I, like I said, I loved what I did. A uh, really awesome group of guys that I worked with. I mean, we're talking lifelong friends. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we, we got to do and see a lot of really cool stuff. But we all kind of got sick of it. And just to kind of give you an example is um, while we were there, I think our first like four years in, 10 of the best mechanics all quit at once. 10. So imagine working somewhere, you've only been there for a year or two, you're still on the learning stage, and all the OGs yeah. just walk out <laughs> yeah. at the same time. So well, like there was hell. there was a lot of pressure put on us. And it was like, y'all gotta step up and mm-hmm. figure this stuff out. And we did, dude. We like rose to the occasion and we stepped up and, and we figured it out. And yeah. we and we we made Next it work. Out. And dude, we we literally got nothing. We got more pain than anything from that. And that didn't sit well with a lot of us. And just to kind of reiterate the the the, the bad management there is that when I left, ten of the best guys left. left yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Uh, it, we called it the mass Exodus 2.0. Mm-hmm. It was like they didn't learn. You
0: got to take care of your people. You know, that's yeah, not unique to just your yeah. your. Uh, yeah, field I know. Yeah, turnover
2: that happens. A turnover, a lot. turnover will get you. Yeah. Well, turnover dude, will get you. My biggest thing is, um, man, you know. Treat me like a human being. Right. Yeah. Like talk to me like a man. Don't, right. don't, don't sugarcoat nothing. Don't talk to me like I'm a kid. You know, if I, if, if somebody's good at their job, you know, pay them a decent wage and treat them good. Yeah. You know, if they mess up, yeah, mess with them. I, I have no problem with that. If I messed up, which right. I honestly, I, I rarely did. I didn't really mess up a lot of aircraft. I was good at what I did because I loved it. Uh-huh. And, you know, but it was like, I would do a great phenomenal job, the other units that we were fixing aircraft for, you know, they'd give us coins and give them us awards and stuff like that. And our unit would be like, okay, next aircraft get to work. And we're like, dude, (laughs) like, come on. Can we get something? Yeah. A a pizza party? Exactly. (laughs) Donuts tomorrow morning. I mean, come on. But, um, before I left, um, you know, it was really taking a toll on me just because like I said, man, I'm really passionate about a lot of things. just how I am, you know, friendships, relationships, you know, everything. I'm just a passionate person. Some people are just like that. I was really passionate about my job and I really, really cared about it. So at the same time, it's a curse, man. It was driving me crazy. And so I was like, what am I, what am I going to do next? And I kind of felt like I was in the position to take a pretty big risk. You know, Uh, luckily my wife and I are, are good with our money and we were in a good spot financially. Didn't have a lot of bills, a lot of debt. And I was just like, you know what? Um, I'm going to buy this boat while I got this great job and everything. Yeah. And, and I'm going to, um, I'm just going to test the waters. You know, I never really wanted to be a charter captain to yeah. be honest with you. Uh, I was just like, that doesn't appeal to me. I didn't really want to do it, but I, I wanted to get out of there and I kind of wanted to do, stay in aviation because I loved it. And I had 11 years of aviation mm-hmm. experience, which is like hard to come by. Right. So I still get emails to this day. Right. I, I mean, about job offers. Come work, yeah. but it's always something to do with like a crazy schedule, like mm-hmm. work for three weeks, you know, be home for one. A lot of a lot of my buddies went to uh, Blue Origin. You're all familiar with Blue uh, Origin? Nope. Jeff Bezos owns it, and it's a okay. space company. That oh, yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Competing with that. SpaceX. Correct. Right. Yeah. And so that's where a lot of them work. Well, they're in Van Horn, Texas for like two or three weeks, and they're home for a week. They're making phenomenal money. But you know they're kind of like, man, you know this sucks being away from the family. Yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, I was just, if I was gonna stay with aviation, I was gonna have to deal with that, and I really didn't want to. I wanted to be close to my family, and so I was like, you know, what can I do? And I kind of put some feelers out there and talked to some buddies, and and then I was like, you know what, screw it. I'm, I'm gonna, my dad, like my biggest supporter. You know, he, I was like, man, I'm, I'm really thinking about doing this, and he was like, do it. Like, you're at a point in your life, if you mess up, right. oh well, start over, you can always go back. Yeah. Have a great backup plan. You know, if something crazy happens here, then, you know, and I have no choice, I'm going to go work on aircraft again. Yeah, Absolutely. you got you to trade. Yeah, them. I'm you're still going to make great yeah. money. I'm just not going to, I'm just going to be away from my family. It's going to yeah. suck, but right. I, I'm not going to be poor. Right, you know? right. So, I just, you know, I say screw it, I'm going to try it, and I start doing it part-time. And dude, I loved it. I really did. You know, like some of my, a lot of my, really hardcore fishing buddies they're they're trout fanatics we're all speckled trout fanatics right so when i was telling them i was taking people you know to catch black drum and sheephead and stuff like that they were like dude how are you doing way to go yeah (laughs) like what are you doing but dude like i I really liked it because it it was just sharing that experience with people and it, it really is awesome you know you got some people that are really nervous. They don't know what to expect. They've never been fishing before and they they're going to be happy if they just catch one fish. Right. So right. if you catch 5 or 10 or 15 or 20, they're like yes. mind, mind blown. blowing, yeah. right? And and all this kind of added up to it it just kind of seemed to make sense. So I did I did photography for a little while. Uh I got to give my girl Heather Rafferty a, a shout. Uh well, Heather Heather Rafferty Phillips now. Yeah, mm, she married. We'll yeah. yeah, you got to put that but, in there. Uh, She is, in my opinion, the best photographer on the coast. Y'all, y'all look her up. EGR photography, dude, phenomenal, right? And, uh, we were friends, uh, a stage in my life where I was kind of a a partier and she was, she was on that scene and and we became friends and, and I've always like kept in touch with her and I got interested in photography and, you know, it's kind of like. If somebody was bugging you every day about podcasts, you know, you're going to kind of try to help them, but you're like, get All right, dude, you got to yeah, do your own research. You out, know? Yeah. Figure but it out on your own. She was super patient with me and, and was just like, this is what you need to start doing. And you go from there. And I would ask her questions. And I think one of the main reasons she helped me so much, because I already have the eye is what they yeah. call it. Right? right. So I don't know hardly anything about photography. Like I really don't. I just know that if, if I do this camera this way, right. and then I I tilt it just a little bit, it, it looks, looks good. A thousand yeah. times better. Yes. And people will be like, oh, the composition, the lighting, and right, this. Right, I'm just right. like, I think yeah. it looks good. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. I don't know what the hell you're talking yeah. about. I just I just think it looks good. Right. But I think that's why she kind of helped me and pushed me to stick with it. And that's how I got my start with that. So, you know, I got the writing. Now i got this photography skill, you know, and I got, I, I invested a lot of money in cameras and equipment and things like that. And then, you know, I started taking people fishing and I already knew how to fish that that was easy. And I, I, I like to think I'm pretty personable, you know, yeah. easy to talk to. And so it just kind of seemed like a good fit. And I started doing it part time and, and I fell in love with it, man. And, and on my Facebook, uh, coastal waters outfitters on my Facebook page. It's an awesome
1: website by the way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I appreciate yeah. it. I, I did yeah. that all myself. That's you know? amazing. I, I was, I was yeah.
2: waiting on a, a buddy of mine that does a lot of my web work, uh, to, to do it. And he was just so busy. He was like, dude, you know, I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't have time. And he yeah. was like, if you're going to do something, use like Squarespace or something yeah. and, and and do it yourself. And I did. And now like, he, he, I was like, I showed him and he was like, dude, you don't even need me. Like yeah. Yeah. That's, that's legit. You know? Yeah. But you know, when I do my post, it, it's, it's not just like, look at these redfish we caught. It, it's a story about the day. It's a quick right. story, but it's a little story about our interactions, you know? And I, and obviously I love them that's one of the things I miss most about work is messing with people. I love messing with people. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. I love when people mess with me too. I, right. I can take it, you know, yes. I got thick skin. Right. And so, um, you know, I love it when somebody gets on the like first thing in the morning, not even started, they're messing with me. I'm like, all right, it's all be a buddy. Good day. I yeah. hope you're ready. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We're going we're gonna to push yeah. you to your limits. But, um, so I like messing with people and there's always something to remember about each trip. There's always something somebody does. And, uh, Dude, one of my absolute favorite things is learning those new one-liners, man. Uh, like, learning those. Everybody's got these little one-liners from yeah. all over the place. And uh, this one guy not too long ago, he told me a pretty funny one. He was like, uh, you know, when you meet somebody, they're either a lesson or a blessing. Ooh, that's and a I was one. like, that's pretty deep, bro. Yeah. But that's, that's legit. Yeah. Like, think about it. That's, yeah. That person's either going to help you or they're going to be a pain in your butt. Yeah. So... I was like, that's that's pretty good. But I, I hear all kinds of crazy one-liners and throw them into my the vocabulary. I usually use it on the next trip and act like I came up with it. They don't know. know. They how don't the
1: know. hell they know? Well, we asked this from everybody. Where do you see most of your um, trips from? Are they local, out of town, or where are they from?
2: Uh, so, to be honest, a lot of it is from, man – I'm a numbers guy and I'm a research guy so yeah. I look into this stuff Right. Hard. I figured you would. And um it's kind of hard. I don't want to say too much because people competition. Don't tell us know exactly know I mean. where yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah. But, but uh know. it's it's mainly people uh a couple hours uh northeast or west okay. honestly. I mean right. obviously it can't So be they're sad, around the coast. But it's be. uh one thing I have seen here lately is um a lot of people from Texas uh but This is all like kind of hard to judge because of the times, because of COVID. Right. So, um, I'll touch on this, and then I'll I'll get back on the timeline here because this kind of goes in with the timeline of of chartering. So, I started noticing a lot of people coming from Texas and Louisiana because, but but it was because of COVID because they were shut down. Those big cities are still shut down. Okay. Yeah. So they can't do anything. So. They don't want to just go fishing. They want to go out to a nightclub. They want to go to a casino. Come to Mississippi, baby. Exactly, yeah. And and, but the awesome thing about it, um, which I've talked to some people, you know, within the the tourism industry here, is like, man, that's been awesome for the coast because they came here like because of COVID, and now like they're gonna like everybody that came, they're coming back. Yeah, they were like, dude, we had no idea it was like this, and I was like. It's pretty, it's pretty ballin'. I'm yeah. not going to lie. It's a pretty cool what place. Is it's kind it, of a big coast, deal, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Dude, coast. Coastal Mississippi is doing a phenomenal yes. job yes. Of, of rebranding the coast. I mean, right. that's what they're doing. And I got on with them. Uh, that was just kind of you know, a networking thing. You know, yeah. I reached out to them. Um, it was kind of funny the reason I reached out to them because I saw a picture of a guy holding a fish that was netted and dude it was like so like staged and it wasn't even in Mississippi and I was like look <laughs> I was like if y'all are gonna be you yeah. know rebranding the Sub coast I can be lying I, I will yeah. just send y'all let me send y'all so i sent send them this like massive file of like 300 pictures of people holding catching doing yeah. fish And they were like so. Oh yeah, Yeah, they were so appreciative of that, and you know that opened up a bunch of doors for me. You know, it's all the networking stuff because that that stuff they were paying. People for those stock photos. That I mean, that's fine, and yeah, some people like it. But why? If you have the ability to share what's actually going on where you're promoting, yeah, not in your
1: backyard, that? yeah, use those guys and it be girls, good quality. Yeah. Don't you know? don't
0: buy imported shrimp. Yeah, live here on the Gulf. Dude, Coast, the right? stuff. Yeah, I've, I've asked before, get, and they say, and I'm like, yeah. I put it back down. Yeah, yeah, I, don't, no, I don't even want to get into that. that.
2: Yeah. That's a that's a that's a bad story. But anyway, so <laughs> going back on the timeline here. So this is this is so great. <laughs> So, you know, in the military, you know, it's called ETS and when you get out, you just don't reenlist, right? And so once you do that, there is no going back. Like you have to reenlist after like, you know, it's really hard to get back in. You can, but it's not going to happen overnight, right? Mm-hmm. And so I do it part time for a year and dude, it it was, and that was two years ago or whatever. And it was, that was one of the hardest years of my life because of a family work stress and dude if I wasn't working I was running a trip I was so busy and that that's when I knew I was like okay I can make it doing this if I'm this busy part-time then I'm I'm gonna be all year long for sure and so I kind of slowed down around the winter I didn't really push it during the winter because I I really I needed a break I, I was like worn out you know and so slowed it down during the winter and kind of started, you know, posting about it and, and talking about trips during the spring and summer and all that. So, um, my ETS date was, uh, March 20th, 2020, right? <laughs> the governor shut down the state on March 22nd. So great timing. There was no going <laughs> back. No, no, no gives back backsies. No, yeah, nothing. Yeah. No, yeah it yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. this is it. So, I'm sitting here, I have a, an entire, like, it's it's crazy because I don't even get booked out, like, a month in advance now, but I hit it so hard that I was booked out for, like, a month and a half advance, you know, all this stuff, and then all this COVID stuff hits, so, like, I'm sitting there, like, well, this is great, yeah, you know, like, yeah. I'm screwed, right. and so that happens, but, man, you know, there's a lot of crappy people in the world, but there's still a lot of really, really yeah. good people because- I called, you know, obviously my phone starts ringing off the hooks Can't when, see. when all this stuff no, no dude, it, uh, it was, it was, they would call and they would say, Hey man, um, you know, we had this trip booked with you. Um, we're going to have to reschedule cause we don't know how things are going to be. We don't want to risk it. We don't right. want to travel, you know, all this stuff. But they were like, you know, I require a hundred dollar deposit to hold a slot, mm-hmm. you know, just a hundred bucks. And they were like, look, just keep the hundred bucks, and we know it's about to be tough for you. Oh wow! Uh, if we come fishing with you at all, you know we'll we'll even pay another deposit. Just mm-hmm. just keep it, yeah. dude. I even had two or three guys that were like, "Man, I'm gonna go ahead and and Venmo or PayPal you the amount for the trip because I know this is about to suck," you yeah, know. Sweet. And I was like, "Man, like I didn't know what to say." I was right. like, "That's that's." I don't like taking handouts. I've right. always been like that. Yep. And I was like, man, I really don't want to. And, and it got to a point where they were like, shut up and take, mm-hmm. take the money. Take and I was money. like, all right, you know, yeah. eventually I, I get it through my thick head. But that was really, really nerve wracking. And, um, you know, Courtney and I bought this house in a, in a nice neighborhood a, a long time ago, I think 2014. And there's always been this like a bunch of yard work that I just so lazy, I just, I don't even want to touch it. Right and so i was like i've got to do something to like keep my mind off of all of this that, mm-hmm. that's just how i cope with things whether it's working out or fishing or something mm-hmm. like that yeah Get and busy. So, dude i just went nuts i mean i cut down i think it was like 15 trees <laughs> i'm not talking little like shrubs we're no. talking like pine trees you could barely hug you know i'm like a lumber i'm laying them down perfect You know. And, and I just, I went to town on my backyard. Landscaper and, and, of the year. Yeah. And, I, and, you know, I'm real big on the uh, Instagram and Facebook stories. I oh, think that's I'll a li- really cool thing. I watch your stuff all yeah, the time. I, I, I love yeah, it, dude. He's not lying about that. And so I'm like, you know, I'm just sitting there like, please get me out of this. Please book a trip. You know, save me. You know, all <laughs> this. And, and dude, and, and it was just me kind of showing I was staying busy, being positive and things like that. And, dude, it actually started working. You know, people were like, are you running trips? I'm like, yes. Like, let's go. tomorrow. I don't care about yeah. COVID. No. I don't care about masks. Like you can drink beer, you do whatever you want. Let's you can go. fight, you can fist yeah, fight. Yeah, Okay, Either what you do? Exactly. You do it just a get on the boat. And so, uh and so, you know, as I'm doing that, the, the trips just kind of started trickling in. But I mean, it, it was a good, you know, from the from April till about May. You know, April, I think I ran like two or three trips or something like that. But You know, I've always been told uh, by pretty smart business people that if you're going to start a business, you better have enough money set aside to pay your bills for at least a year, right? And so I did. And so I knew my bills were covered, but I was still stressed. I didn't know how long this was going to last. Nobody knew nothing. Hmm. I was talking with Furlan's Marine about ordering the boat that I have now, and I was originally supposed to order it in March, but I was like, there is no way I'm ordering a boat this expensive, you know, not knowing what's going to happen. If I would have known what was about to happen, I would have ordered that dang boat, and right. I would have been in it a lot sooner. Right. Because
0: the boat you had was nice, though. Yeah. What yeah, was, was your nice. first boat?
2: It was a Sea Hunt Triton 232. Okay. And that's actually uh, about to be for sale. I, I complete, like I said, I did avionics work, and I completely rewired it. Right. And so it has, uh, I think, a better wiring than most boats nowadays uh, because I, I'm just, I'm, I'm so anal about it. It Even yeah. looks good, right. you know. So once I rewired it, I just had, I haven't had any problems with it. The motor, you know, I was making a living off of this. So, you know, obviously I kept up with everything. And uh, I love the boat, dude. It was a great boat. But you know, I had bigger plans. I don't just do something and not have a plan or a goal or something. That's mm-hmm. that's kind of how I, I keep moving forward. You have to have a goal. Yeah. And I, I tell everybody that, whether it's a daily goal, weekly goal, yearly, yes. whatever. That that's how you that's how you move up, man. You got you got to have something to strive for. Yeah. Or you but, stay stagnant. You got to yeah. keep going. And I and dude, honestly, I got in touch with Joey Furlan through Ed Crumb, good friend of mine, yeah. great yeah, fisherman. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I gotta say something about Ed. Go so ahead. if you're ever gonna invite Ed fishing, <laughs> Ed's cool, he's good, yeah. you better invite him. Like if you're leaving at six o'clock in the morning, you better tell him you're leaving at 4 <laughs> 30. Because that dude's gonna be late. He's been better about it lately. Yeah. Because he knows how tight I am on time, but that dude, he's gonna be late. But I love Ed to death. Yeah. And uh Ed's dad is a um insurance adjuster, mainly for boats and things like that and him and joey have a great relationship because joey is the man for insurance uh boat repairs in general fiberglass work i mean dude they people send him boats from not just mississippi we're talking all over right and uh just really good at what he does really passionate about stuff just like i am and and fanny was kind of looking for some more like add some people to uh the blue wave team and up threw my name in there and, and, and Joey asked Ed about me and, you know, me and Ed are boys and yeah. he was like, yeah, man, you need to, you just need to call him and talk to him. So Joey's so busy, man. I mean, like he will stay at that shop. Like last night he was there till 1230 at night because he's got this boat show coming up this weekend Yeah, and and he's still got his regular stuff. He's got to do. So he's getting ready for that and trying to get Pulling people boats their, down you know, there. I think, dude, it's the yeah. time of year. People want their boats. Oh, They're it's like, ridiculous. man, I want my boat now. It's crazy. You know? And so he he's like, just crazy work ethic, dude. Like I, yeah. I I could not keep up with that dude. There's no way. But Joey calls me one night at like nine thirty, and dude, we're on the phone till like one in the morning, just just talking about life, fishing, you know, all this stuff. And and you know, I get fooled kind of easily with people. Unfortunately, I give a lot of people a lot of credit and yeah. a lot of benefit of the doubt. But I just kind of had a feeling with him. I was like, this dude is a real deal. Yeah. like this is a good dude. Yeah, legit. And 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 I asked a lot of people. You know, if you go around and you ask about Furlands, or you ask about that family, like if somebody says something negative, there there's something wrong with them. Yeah, and, you know, they, they I've are, never heard one. That's what I'm saying. I, I've yeah. never heard. You have to dig it up. Yeah, that's
0: hard to do in that business too. Right, because right. yeah. Yeah. usually boat dealerships, it's. You know, well, it's hit just, or miss. You it's know the nature saying? of the beast. Sometimes things happen. People get pissed right. off, you know. And then if, if they're the type of people that's like, well, you know, to hell with you too, yeah. that's going to come out. And right. Joey, Joey was straight up with me about
2: how he got involved with the dealership. He's like, man, I had no aspirations of, of, of being a boat dealer. I did not want to deal with that. But um, he, he's had a lot of companies approach him. A lot of companies have tried to get him to do it. And uh, really what made him do it was um, something – man, y'all have to get him in here and tell this story. But we've already
1: got him on. Yeah, we've already messaged him. We've talked to him, and right. he, we we're
0: going to do it at his place. Yeah, believe, we're going to go was and set up a new awesome. shop. Yeah, but yeah. COVID hit. It was right around, you know, yeah. so 2020 and all yeah. that shit. Well, I'm, I'm going
2: to let him tell that story. Then. Yeah, right. I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's, it's a really cool story of why he actually started to use Blue Wave, and it's a testament to how well of a built boat it is. It, it is – it is unreal. Now we have right. had them on the show. Yeah,
0: we had the uh, the uh, the uh, parks. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. 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 we had know. him on
1: the show. It was during COVID, which is, it was a uh, virtual. It was, yeah, through the through yeah. this online. But it was cool. But yeah. man, he
0: we we sent we're nobody. We sent him a message. Yeah, and he was like, yeah, we'll talk to you. So. Dude, they're so awesome. So him and Tim
2: Long. Uh, Tim Long's a really good dude too. He used to be. Um, well, he still is like the national sales manager, but now he's a part owner too. Yeah, and um, I did the you know mobile boat show last year a year before last and uh they were both there and i got to talk to them and this is when i was kind of in the works of getting a order in a boat and everything and and that was one cool thing that joey said uh, about blue wave is they listen to their customers like yeah like every like a boat like a uh, like the 2020 boat to the 2021 there's like 10 new things because if people complain about it and they look at it and it's like a like not just a a, a bitch you right, know it, right, it, it's right, a legit right. problem right. the engineers i didn't mean to say that word but i, no, I no, couldn't no, think we'll, of i couldn't think of it it's totally liable. i couldn't think of you know i couldn't think of a complaint i'm sorry but uh if it's a legit like problem they fix it like that like yeah. Joey, Joey has sent them things when he's done repairs. Like if somebody messed something up and he had to go into an area he's never been into and he's like, man, this could be better. He will send them drawings. They'll send it to the engineers. Next thing you know, it's in the next mold. There you like go. that, that's, that's hardcore, man. Yeah. It,
0: they got a good story on their business too. Family mm-hmm. owned, put their mm-hmm. savings into it, built one and went to a boat show. And then it took off. Yep. So yeah, I, I I was very impressed with their story and seeing their boats. I mean, do you know, that's yeah. the number one selling bay boat in Texas right now? The no, blue wave. I, you know, I'm, I'm not surprised. surprised. I, did, I didn't know I that. I believe it
2: because we don't, you know, we don't live in Texas, right. so we don't see that. But when I uh, when I got mine, and you know, I got a pretty diverse following on Facebook and Instagram. I mean, I had a lot of guys in Texas. You know, like dude, awesome boat. You yeah, know, the people here are like blue wave. What is that? You know, like not a lot yeah. of people here know about blue wave. I think that's about to change, though. Uh, you know, we're we're about to really push it hard. Yeah. And, and show people how awesome these boats are because they they really are, dude. One. One rod in my boat, and you're gonna be like, man, I wish. What I had are you
1: fishing days. now? The Macaira. Oh, it's twenty-eight. Yeah. 28 okay. Boat. You got the hybrid.
2: Mm-hmm. No, the Makaira. Oh, okay. Okay. So okay. the hybrid, great boat, but right. I, I don't like the layout for what I do. Right. So, um, that's I'm, more of an offshore kind of. The Makaira is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah the, yeah. the hybrid is more deck space, and and the the Makaira has more of what you know, I call the tub, you know, mm-hmm. because something I noticed when I was doing my research for, you know, chartering, dude, I, I, you talk about, you talk about looking at something before you buy it. Yeah. Try, try, yeah. try getting in a charter in and doing some research. You before go you to start bed, business. your brain hurts every night, dude, eyes are cross-eyed. I'm, I'm staring I'm, at a
1: computer screen.
2: I'm looking at other people's websites, seeing how they do things. I'm looking at their posts. I'm, I'm yeah. looking at videos. I'm seeing how their clients act on the boat. I mean, dude, I really dissected mm-hmm. everything. And one thing I notice, a common denominator everywhere. And, and I, and I even see it now, um, is people that haven't been on a boat a lot. Do not want to stand on a deck, a, a no. high up deck. Yeah. I promise you that right now. It can be slick, calm, and like they're fighting a fish or whatever. And I'm like, step up there, you know, it's got to go around the trolling. Or they step up there, they're like, Ugh. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm yeah. like, dude, they the boat's they, not even moving. They don't know where to put their hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm sitting there holding on to them, you know, kind of yeah. weird. But uh, but I, I wanted a boat, and my, my sea hunt was like that. It had super high sides. Right. And when the, uh, I was originally going to get a, a, a hybrid when they first came out. And I went, and that was the first time I talked to Blue Wave at the Blue Wave, uh, the Baton Rouge boat show, um, a couple years ago, and that's where I met Tim Long. And, man, I just, you know, they didn't have a boat that was made the way I wanted it, you know? I was like, man, I'd love to get one of these boats, but it's just not, I don't want all this deck space. Not for what I do, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, uh, man, that Makaira came out, and uh, Joey took me to chandelier a couple times and he made me a believer of how joey drives a boat like i do uh you know i I really i kind of read the water a lot and i and and i know i know there's certain scenarios where you just you you have to go faster for it to be a better ride and a lot of people don't understand that yeah and uh we went out there and, and it was pretty sporty a couple times and dude we were flying. We were doing forty <laughs> miles an hour and some chop, like some like I'm not talking ripples on the water. Like he's right. got to get chop. on top
1: of it. And yeah. I'm just
2: <laughs> like I'm looking at Joey and he's just smiling and he's like I told you. And I'm like holy. and I'm looking at Ed. You know Ed was on every trip and Ed was like dude. It's it, 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 it there's it. no getting around yeah, it. Right. You know. And so uh, that that's what really sold me was was the ride and and I was a little nervous uh, about a lot of things. A huge investment, dude. I mean, we're talking a lot of yeah, money here. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. And uh, but I, I wanted to I want to offer my clients you know the best. I got I got right. good gear. I wanted a, I wanted a better boat. I love my boat, but I wanted to be able to say I was in a brand new boat. You know, a yeah. uh, brand new boat, uh, a phenomenal boat. Actually, the largest bay boat on the market. Yeah, right twenty
0: eight. You got what twin what?
2: Suzuki 200. Is, it, Suzuki? is there
0: a picture of it on your Facebook? I'm looking right now. I don't see it.
2: No, I'm i uh, I've kind of kept that under wraps a little bit. Right, uh, okay. I, I'm, I'm too bougie. I like to do, if I'm going to do something, it's going to be like a big production. Okay. Um, a- and also I do not, you know, I bought the boat, so there's not really any turning back, but I don't really promote something that I don't really like truly believe in and, and right. things like that. Right. So, so you're still dating her. A little yeah, bit. exactly. You know you well, financially, financially no, dude,
0: you're, you're, yeah,
2: I put a hundred hours on her in five weeks. Yeah. So, so you
1: already need an oil change. I,
2: yeah. I, I, I actually, I, I got to go do that next week, actually. Yeah. But, uh, I, I know my way around her now. You yeah. Know? I, I. like now, the honeymoon I, I, stage is over. Yes, because you know, the way I see it, man, it's cool. You know, you get a brand new boat or whatever that you've never had and you post about it. But, a lot of people that follow me, I kind of feel like they know how technical I am. Yeah. So I get a lot of questions about things. I don't know if you'll ever notice that on my Facebook or Instagram. There's a lot of people ask questions and I always answer them as soon as I can. But you know, I didn't want to post about it, and people ask me, you know, fuel burn questions, right, you know, all of this right. stuff, and I'm like, oh, I don't know, and no. then it makes you look stupid. Yeah. Like, how can you sit here and say how awesome this thing is if you don't know nothing about it? Right. Well, right. now I've been out in every situation. I've had you know eight people on it. I've had eleven people on it. I've had you know I've done everything in it. I've had a full tank. I've went to Chandelier. I've went to 108 rig. I've done. Everything in it, right? So, so far. So before
1: you ask the question, just go here and we we got it all written down. Yes, there you right. Go. That's
2: so right. i um, i got a I got a buddy of mine that does really good uh, photography, and and he likes to fish too. I took him fishing last year, and we had a good time, and, and we vibed, and we're just waiting on a. For one, a day off for me, (laughs) but two, the weather has to line up too. And and we're gonna go get some really awesome pictures of the boat, yeah. And 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 some video, some drone footage, and all that. I'm gonna kind of do a kind of like a big announcement about it because I've had a lot. I've I've kind of snuck it in there here and there. You know, some videos you can kind of see it, but I'm gonna do a full on walk through what I like about the boat. You know, the things I like the most and everything. It's got some got some really awesome features
0: i think i've seen
1: it one or two times but it wasn't on your page it might have been on your deckhands page
0: yeah and i think maybe you, <laughs> it's been in your story a couple times too because i do remember like double taking and going he didn't own a blue wave yeah. and, and, I, and i saw it again and again i'm like okay yeah. well, obviously he's bought a new boat you know? I, had a,
2: I had a lot of people uh, a lot of my friends that i've just kind of you know known through the years and they, they they watched my stories and stuff they were like dude stop teasing me and let me see what this thing looks like yeah like, now nah, dude you gotta wait but uh Man, it is a phenomenal boat. It, it it's crazy. I, I don't I told Joey, I was like, dude, I hate you because I I can't go back to something else, you know? Yeah. It, like it, it's just it's everything I wanted and more. It really is, dude. Big boat handles waves. Like, I mean, you know, let's get down to the nitty gritty here. You know, size matters, right? Core, <laughs> right. Oh, oh, so, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. a whole different story. Yeah, but yeah, yeah you're yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Every inch counts. <laughs> 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 but size matters in a boat, you know, especially here in the Mississippi Sound. Like, right. dude, I have been running trips, Um, and you could ask my clients, you know, There was days it was blowing, you know, twenty plus out of the south, and I was like, "We're going to the islands," and they're like, "What?" And I'm like, "Inside the islands, I'm not worried about nothing in that, Mm -hmm. but it's once you get past them, that's when you need a thirty plus footer, but in something like that, but you know, fifteen, twenty mile an hour winds, Mm -hmm. dude, that that thing just eats them up. It really does. Like, I I, I can still go, and you can, you talked about on decky and Tommy. You know, you can ask him. He's he's amazed every time because we're sitting there doing 30, 32 miles an hour through like solid two footers with threes mm-hmm. mixed in. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I can't believe I'm this comfortable. Yeah. I'm like, and, and we're going 30 plus, yeah. you know what I mean? And he's been and, on a lot
1: of big boats working yeah, too. Yeah. yeah.
2: And, and he, he loves the boat too. And, and we kind of broke it in together a, a little bit. He's not my full-time deck. He's a freelance can by the way, he just, you know, he he didn't have a lot of work at the time. Uh the chandelier boat hadn't really got going. He works on the compass rows and all that. And and I was like, dude, you know, we fished together before and yeah. and, and we he's deck for him before. And he, you know, we're already to that point to where I look at him, he knows what I want. You know hey, what I mean? Yeah. I'm like I'm like I look at him, he does this. He does Dad. that. He's a great deck hand man. Really, really good at what he does. He's good at taking care of people. And like I said, he's he's good at,
0: you know, knowing knowing what the captain wants once he gets to know you. So I got a, a photo here that you've mentioned, you know, your photography work here and I want to show it to, uh, to the live. You, you won't see it here, but uh, it's off of your Facebook page. It's you. Yep. That's you right there holding up a, a, a big stud. redfish. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's a stud. Um, you can just tell the quality of the photo, like you've mentioned before. Uh, it's just a step above, you know, what you might normally see. And then I'm assuming this might be some clients of yours. Um, same kind of style of a photo here. Looks really good. Big stud fish, just people having a good time. Your logo watermarked up there in the corner, like just Always. just doing it right. And uh, another thing, I'm going to show the photo here, and we haven't mentioned it yet, but you got merch, man. Uh, you're yeah. wearing it; people can see it. Yeah. Uh, co- uh, here's a picture of your of one of your Richardson 112 hats, man. And those things look super cool. So one of the things I wanted to talk to you about is uh, your your logo design and and the merch stuff, man. We haven't even touched on that yet, yeah. Marty Wilson. Yeah. dude. I knew. Yeah, yeah. I, I've yeah. seen it. Yeah
2: so uh I, I i don't know i don't know how long we are on this i don't want to get too deep into yeah, everything don't worry about Sweet the time it, baby just uh, keep <laughs> talking yeah marty uh if, if you all met marty yet y'all I, know marty I, 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 th- we have th- through
0: yeah. jordan i mm-hmm. think we've maybe said hi one time and, and that's about it but Dude, i don't really know him him yeah the, yeah, the, yeah the,
2: for the, sure the stories that guy has um Marty uh Marty contacted me uh, a couple years ago whenever uh, I started getting involved with uh, CCA Mississippi Coastal Conservation Association right. uh, when I really made that mindset change uh from meat hauler to i mean i don't know i guess you say conservationist i guess that's the right word a lot of people have a you know you say conservationist people think of somebody that's pushing it down your throat things right, like that yeah. i kind of don't really like saying that just i mean honestly just a smarter fisherman honestly you because you got to protect the resource there's, there's no doubt about it that we are we are taking way more than what we're putting in and i don't mean fish wise i mean we should be doing a lot more with habitat and and things like right. that. That's the main thing that we need to be doing. I don't even. I'll get mad talking about that. Yeah. But uh, Marty calls me one day, and and I don't, you know, I didn't know him from Adam. And he calls me, and and we start talking. And anybody here, and if Marty's watching this, and anybody watching it has had a conversation with Marty, you are you better clear your schedule <laughs> <laughs> because you ain't getting You'll off that phone while, whether huh? you like it or not. But uh, it was a great conversation. You know, we talked for a long time, and and you know, super, super passionate. Uh, I keep saying that, but I mean, that's just the truth. And I, I sur- you surround your people around, you surround yourself around people right. that are kind of like you. You know, yeah. And and Marty, God, dude, there's nobody more passionate than that dude, and. We became friends through that. Marty was like, "Man, whatever I can do to help you, we need to get CCA back up and going." And uh, well, not just back up and going. The guys in the Bay Chapter done a great job keeping it alive. Yeah, uh, there's no doubt about that. I don't want to take any credit away from them. Uh, th- th- that that's all that was really going on was the Bay Chapter. And so there was the uh, Ship Island Chapter, which was technically. Gulfport, Long Beach, and pastor Shan, yeah. but the Bay chapter kind of swallowed in pastor Shan. I mean, why not? It's right, right. there, and they're yeah. the only ones doing things.
1: Well, see, we—I used to be at the the Biloxi Biloxi Bay. Bay chapter, mm-hmm. yeah, for a while.
2: So that um I don't know all the the history behind that, but that one kind of fell off for yeah. whatever reason. And so when I took over, they were—I started how I got involved with CCA is. Um, I saw the casting for conservation events, right. With the kids. Right. And so I was like, man, this looks, this looks pretty cool. I want to go there one day. And so I I contact them and I'm like, I'd like to volunteer to help. I want to, I want to see what it's about. And they were so excited. They were like, really? I was like, yeah. yeah. And so I go there and dude, it was so fulfilling. I can't even explain it. Kind of like when I started chartering, you know, It, it was these kids, a lot of them, we're talking parents that have lived here their whole lives that have, the parents have never fished. Yeah, it's crazy. The kids have never fished, and they show up somewhere, and these CCA people give them a rod and reel yeah. and killer bee bait, which killer bee is awesome. You, you, yeah. know, you know it's all like – the headquarters is here in Biloxi. Yeah, used to be in Ocean Springs yeah. right there on the beach. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people don't know that. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Aren't they in Biloxi downtown now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right over and there they, by the, uh, I heard they purposely stadium. don't put their logo on the building. I don't oh, know if dude, that's it, true or not. It, people would people would show yeah, up they, every day. They would be there. Let me get some squid, yeah, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, dude,
2: they are awesome. Awesome sponsor. They're all about conservation, everything. Uh, it, dude, they help out the community a bunch. I can't say enough good things about Killer Bee. They're, they're an awesome company, but they donate so much shrimp. It's crazy. (laughs) Like I remember like, you know, I did this first event and I'm just sitting there, you know, hooking shrimp on, and you got people who are helping and I'm not trying to take anything away from anybody, but they were using these hooks that were way too big. And you know, we're sitting there fishing for croakers. I'm like, dude, we need brim hooks, you know, and things like that. So the next of it, the next event I go and work, which they do like four or five a year. And, uh, the next event I work, you know, I was like, all right, I'm bringing, I'm bringing some stuff so these kids can actually catch some fish. Yeah. So I bring a bunch of small brim hooks and split shots. And they're just sitting there wearing the croakers and pinfish out. And they're loving it. It's the first time they've yep. ever fit. Yeah. And dude, awesome event. I start bringing my camera. I start taking pictures. That's how I met Angelos with the research lab. And and we, we will be lifelong friends. There's no doubt about that. Awesome Dude. Uh conservation has opened up a lot of doors for me, by yeah, the way. Yeah. I don't mean to get sidetracked, but no, no, no. that's not why I get involved with it. But the doors it's open is just it it's it's crazy. But I start doing that and then uh they're asking me, like, you know, they were really trying to get Troy Helwig to to do the uh to take over the Ship Island chapter because me and Troy uh we became friends. Um that's another funny story. I'll touch on that later. But uh <laughs> me and Troy become friends and we start fishing this, uh they had this event every year in December in the Bay. And what it is is you catch you bring in live it's a live trout tournament. Ernie's in a friends and family live right. trout tournament. And um you bring in live trout and those trout go to the research lab and they're used for brute stock. So um me and Troy went in there and we just mopped it up, dude. Like I think the first year we bring in a limit. What like amount? fifteen like thirty trout in like two hours. Just cause we had a spot and and we fish pretty much the same spot every year because uh, it, it, it works, but we, we would go in there and just mop it up. And they were like, man, you know, we, we really want y'all to get more involved, this and that. And so uh, they were asking Troy to do it. And Troy's just too busy, you know, with his Mississippi power job and everything. Yeah. And they start kind of asking me and they're like, man, you know, you got your, 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 social media stuff. Like we really wish you'd get involved. And I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'll think about it. And then, you know, everything comes to a point where it's like, okay, if I don't do this, nobody's going to do it. Mm-hmm. So something's better than nothing. Even right. if I suck at it, at least I'm trying, right? right. I kind of I kind of do things like this hoping that, you know, you talk about haters. You got haters and, and stuff like that. I kind of hope the people that like to sit back and say how bad you're doing something, I hope it inspires them to, to it get it up over. and do it. Yeah, yeah You know, yeah, yeah. like, Come take at, it. Le- at least I tried, dude. Yeah. You know, at least I gave it a shot. But uh, I take over the Ship Island chapter and I, you know, when I do something, I go 110% and I, I called a lot of the, because the Biloxi Bay chapter was really strong. At one point, the Ship Island chapter was actually the biggest. Ship Island was biggest. Yeah. yeah we were huge.
1: there probably five, six years ago. The Biloxi chapter was probably, I mean, the Bay chapter's always been big. They always, I I thought they did more. Yeah. but the Ship Island chapter had a, a pile of stuff. Yeah, going they on. were
2: they were huge. So yeah. I start reaching out to the uh, you know the OGs, the guy who did a lot about the 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 first gillnet battle. I say first gillnet battle because we went through another one. Mm-hmm. Right. But the the first gillnet battle in the '90s. I mean, those dudes literally got shot at and stuff here. Like Jesus. people people don't realize that. Like yeah. they got their their trucks. They got ran off the road. They got windows busted, tires cut at ramps. I mean, it was crazy, dude. And, uh, I talked to a lot of those guys and, you know, I asked for advice and things and I started doing meetings and it started out with, you know, 10 people and nine of them were my friends, you know, and then it got to a point to where, you
0: know, right over there? Yeah. The, the camera went out. Let's see. I don't know what happened here. We had this happen earlier. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We got, that's not the one we want. Let's see if we can get this back online there we go all right just a little technical glitch no clue what happened there but let's go right back i saw you. your face so yeah i got worried yeah, yeah i was yeah, like yeah. please don't tell me i have to start over no, <laughs> no, no,
2: no, no. <laughs> all right, everything you just said start <laughs> yeah, over yeah it's, it's one beginning. take we're doing that. it again that's all yeah. like it. go ahead no nah, but um so I, I i start getting involved with that and you know like i said first meeting i think it was like 10 or 11 people it, it something most of it was my yeah. friends and then uh i reached out to cam with um Chandelier, brewing, Brewer, yeah, and he was all for it. He was like, "Dude, come hold a meeting here. We'll do a crawfish boil. All this stuff." Did a meeting there. I want to say I had like fifty or sixty people, which was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. Did one uh, with Marty Wil- at Marty Wilson's Gallery. Had about thirty or forty people there. Uh, Murky Waters. They were really supportive. They, they, they. I did another one at Chandelier, but they provided the food, and and kind of try to get that going again and and getting people involved. And that was during all the gill net stuff. And, you know, I did a lot behind the scenes for the, you know, getting those out of the water because that was happening in a place that I grew up fishing. I know that wasn't the only place, but Cat Island's, Cat Island's pretty destroyed. near and dear yeah. to my heart. Yeah. So I was really fired up about that. And, you know, a lot of people were complaining, but a lot of people weren't doing anything. Yeah. And, and I was, dude, I was calling the DMR. I was calling the legislators. We were writing letters. We got Senator Wicker involved. Like, we were doing a lot behind the scenes. And that's kind of one of the problems with CCA right now, CCA Mississippi, is we do a lot. We're just terrible at putting it out there because I got so much on my plate, especially now being a full-time fishing guide, uh, and, you know, helping out with speckled truth with it. it's grown crazy. Now yeah. I'm taking yeah. over hosting podcasts, you know, mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of time on my hands. So we don't really have anybody with CCA that's really like saying, Hey, this is what they're doing every day. The the the, the, the closest we got to that is an advocacy update, which FJ Ikey does. And it's really good information, but it's an email and it's really long. Mm-hmm. So think about nowadays. No, yeah. I was yeah. reading that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Paraphrase. It's, it, it's great information for all these CCA members out there, CCA Mississippi, make sure you check your spam folder and things like that. And you're getting some really good information. You just don't know it. You know, we just yeah. did a lot with the red snapper, uh, trying to help keep our quota and, and things like that. And we, I'll admit it. We do a terrible job putting the information out there. We're, we're trying to get better at it, but
0: we're, we're, um, come in here and talk to us about it. Anytime y'all want anybody in this. Well, th- I, any- I
1: think that's man. It- <laughs> I hate to say this, but CCA is either a love-hate relationship, and I hate to say that, but when I was in the Biloxi Bay chapter, we really didn't do a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? You didn't really hear what CCA was doing. You kept paying the money, paying the money, paying the money. What were we getting out of it? What exactly. were they doing? You know what I'm saying?
2: So that's that's... <sighs> careful how it works yes this. yes but and, uh
1: and we, we we've actually done the coastal con- the, the casting conservation at the boat show with ronnie yep, daniels yep. who was over there we did that too and yeah. and we're on we're not on one side of the fence you know yeah. what i'm saying it's just our personal experience with it
2: so something that people have to realize is that you know you're not gonna get anything done without money Correct. that's just a simple and oh, yeah. it was hard for me to swallow this pill I, I went to a cca national meeting in houston i've been to a couple of them and you know, here I am, Mr. Gung ho, ready to take on the world for trout or whatever. And the they're just beating in your head fundraising. We gotta do fundraising, yes. we gotta raise money. And I was I was pissed. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I came all the way over here to hear some people tell me I need to raise more money. I've done these meetings, I put out valuable information at my meetings. And they're just telling me you need to raise more money. Yeah. you need to do a bank. What you need to do, sell this. some more magazines. And so I was, I was aggravated. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, this is, this is, this is crap. I don't, I don't want to yeah. be a part of this. But I started talking to some guys, and and I, and I looked at the bigger picture. And you really think about it, dude. Like the the recreational guys are so unorganized. It's crazy. Yeah, the, the commercial guys. Best, biggest, most paid lobby group in the world right now is the yeah. commercial, and guy. that goes back so, to money, right? Yeah, it's they—they they got people backing them, and and they—they're organized, and they're doing. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm they not saying have anything to be, cause, bad. Just be going record here. I'm not saying anything bad about commercial fishermen, right? I'm just saying they are—they are. They are On it, dude. Yeah, because it's their livelihood, correct? You know what I'm saying? Versus a
0: recreational guy who's like, I'm just kind of, this is a hobby. I'm not going to unite and go to meetings and stuff like that necessarily.
2: Everybody wants to complain, but when it's time to step up, they don't want to do anything. And it happens every time, man. Like when we were having this, uh, you know, the speckled trout, um, and I kind of feel like sometimes certain certain organizations or or groups or whatever, they do these things on purpose because they know – public speaking is one of people's biggest fears, right? I think it really is there's, yeah. there's facts behind it. I don't know the numbers, but that's one of people's some of people's biggest fears. So they they hold this, you know, public forum and they say come in and tell about, you know, about how you feel about the the hall they, they were calling them hall scenes, but it was gillnets. Yeah. And they they were nobody shows up. A couple guys yeah. did. But not as many that were making the post and saying right. this, and, and then it's all, oh, Keyboard I, warriors. I, I couldn't go because of work, or I couldn't go because of this, and it was all these excuses, and that's always the case, man, and even like now, so we had a call to action that we sent out to all the members, and like I said, we probably should have done a better job, but... We just had, you know, the Gulf Council about Red Snapper. Dude, they were trying to, they were trying to get rid of it. It was 20,000 pounds from us, Mm -hmm. which we already only have like 1% of the overall quota, you know, which is nothing. And we were like, hey, look, we need everybody to call. Well, Alabama did the same thing. And I was, I was on that meeting. It was a, it was a Zoom meeting or Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. And dude, Alabama had like 15 people calling. You know, it, it was, it was just random. It wasn't, you know, CCA like, chapter presidents or anything. It was just just fishermen, you know, lawyers, things like that. Yeah. And there was only like, you know, one or two guys from, from Mississippi. So it's kind of, you know, at some point, everybody's really got to get together and step up. And and I know a lot of people like to say that there's nothing wrong with our fishery. We have a healthy fishery, this and that. I just, I I, kind of disagree. I really do because, and I think my biggest thing is habitat. I think that, Think about all those little reefs we used to have in between the breakers that they put limestone in and it silted over and all that. You know, before the Katrina reef that they just did, the last time that we put something in the water was 2017. Think about that. 2017, since we put something in the water, right? It's like, why? Like We couldn't get our permits. And that that became a big task for me as I was like, I want to fix this. Dude, I got caught up in all that bureaucratic crap. Yeah. Oh, it's red and it, tape it, it, everywhere. It, it, it was like a, it was a stop sign at every every little intersection, dude. And it it got crazy. But I think we're in a pretty decent place now. We got some coast legislators that are willing to fight for some of this stuff. At least now, at least fishing is on the radar in yeah. Jackson. Yeah, you but know what I mean. We
1: got those reefs inside Deer Island. They just put the limestone in, right? inside deer island so that's a little i mean where the lumps were so that's a little help i don't know well that
2: was that was actually for oysters though so the the state's really main concern right now is oysters right because oysters is you think about it you look at how much money oysters give. In i don't think the state realizes how much money fishing in general brings in right and 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 when you talk about fishing then you go back to speckled trout. I know I'm partial because I love speckled trout, yeah. but that is Mississippi's most popular game fish. Correct. Okay. So we're doing all this stuff for oysters because yes, there is a problem. A lot of people are going to disagree with me on this, but there's a problem with speckled trout. Y- yes, I can still go out and find plenty of trout. and I can find plenty of big trout, but it's nothing like it, it has been throughout the years. I feel like anybody I talk to, all I say is I'm like, do you think speckled trout fishing is better than it was five years ago? Do you think speckled trout fishing is better than it was? Do no. you think speckled no. trout? No. I've, I've not ran into one person on the Mississippi coast that says, heck yeah, it's yeah. way better. Yeah. Man, I, I get a, I can go get a limit whenever I want, this and that. Yeah. Anybody who answers that truthfully. It's running Louisiana. Yeah. Running <laughs> chandelier. Louisiana, yeah, you know, the chandelier maze, or yeah. something. But I think we could do a, a lot more, and there needs to be a lot more done. I don't know if I can say anything about this or not, but uh, since we're on the subject, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Is there some things in the works right now? There's going to be a a summit about speckled trout in Mississippi. And and I was asked to come talk at it and talk for CCA Mississippi. And I'm just going to try and kind of make these legislators realize that this is something we need to, it needs to be on their radar. We need to be doing something now because the worst thing to do in these situations is, start getting involved when it's already too late you know what i mean well
0: one of the things that you touched on already that we like to reiterate so people that are listening can understand is the meat hall stuff that was the culture you know a few years back you along yourself and your own charter business and with the podcast that you do speckled truth y'all are trying to change that through social media which i think is an awesome thing right to show that you don't have to have a boat deck or a ice chest full of fish every time to show off online that you can catch these fish, take a nice photo, uh, record it now with the way cell phones are, share it online, but release anything that you're not going to keep to eat, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: So we, it's so hard to 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 go after that because it, people just get offended so fast, so quick, right? Mm-hmm. And we, dude, honestly, I got friends that are still meat haulers. Like I, I, it really does not bother me to see a picture of a bunch of trout dead like people are like i remember that stage Mm -hmm. i remember posting it being proud that i found these fish i got a limit you know whatever because that's what you're taught growing up is you know it's all about limits you know all that stuff but i remember people saying things to me and me getting just irate you Mm -hmm. know just like dude screw you you know i did this by myself i figured it out you're just mad because you didn't do it So I I really, it honestly does not bother me. I even comment on on people's pictures and I'm like, man, good job. That's a good haul. You know, as long as it was within the regulations, I'm like, yeah, I'm happy for you. But at at, at some point you got to realize that, you know, how much of that meat are you honestly, honestly ask yourself, because I I did this. I had somebody tell me when I kind of started to make the transition, they said, um, do me a favor. And don't freeze fish anymore and and see how many fish you truly need because, and, but this doesn't work for everybody because I get to fish a lot. And I used to, even before I was a charter captain, but that's a good thing for people to try to really gauge how many fish you actually need, because you want to get down to it. If you're a decent fisherman and you can go pretty regularly, even once I say regularly, I mean like once a month, dude, and, and, and you, you know, you go out there and you catch, <clears throat> you catch so many trout or so many reds or whatever, try cleaning them, put them in your refrigerator, put them in the back part of your refrigerator. Cause that's where the cold air comes from. So that's going to keep them the coldest and see if you eat all that meat that you kept that You're you not, think right? that you needed, You're not. you ain't going to dude, No. Uh, like two three, or three trout, two or three trout maybe. can feed my whole family for a right. week. You, you know? know, you got to yep. think about sides and things like that. So it it really you know a lot of this meat man you know I I hear people like when they when they contact me about doing a trip and I'm not gonna sit here and say I throw everything back and I only keep five fish I mean this past season you know for sheephead I was just on the sheephead like crazy right and, and nice sheephead too and our limits fifteen per person which is just insane to me yeah. for, for almost for any fish
0: honestly that's just it's it's too much but well isn't that because it was labeled as like a trash fish. yeah it for used so to be a long. trash no thing. one no one really fished for them, and if they did they threw him back right is that changing too by the oh, way dude, are they yeah. bay yeah. snapper got, now that's what yeah. I'm oh yeah say. dude <laughs>
2: dude they are phenomenal eating they really yeah, are it's yeah. one of my favorite fish to well, eat especially in
3: the no
0: winter way. that's what keeps mo you know a lot yeah. of charter boats
1: captains a lot in the winter dude sure. they fight hard yes.
2: they're cool yes. looking fish take great pictures because of the contrast. They got yeah. some crazy buck teeth. Mm-hmm. I love them. It tastes with delicious oil. I too. always like hold it in their face. I'm like, whoo, Yeah, yeah <laughs> because they got all these crazy teeth. But uh, Jailbirds. They're, they're, they're a really, it, it's, a, it's a fun fish to target and a fun fish to eat. But the main reason that we have regulations now is um, there was some commercial fishermen that were coming over here. In Mississippi waters, and they were just dude. They were loading up boats like I'm talking two to four thousand pounds a day. That's just ridiculous. And yeah. so the state, which I didn't agree with this, they combated that with starting a recreational limit. Yeah, that, I know that makes that absolutely no sense. It, it does to an extent because then you know they legally would can't you know they can't have that many that that many in their possession because right. before they didn't have to have anything. And they could just, you know, take whatever Slaughter. they wanted, right? Yeah. And so, um, they did that to to help with that. Because these guys that were coming over here, they weren't going to get a commercial license because it was going to be a couple hundred bucks. So, that's how they fought it. They had a, I got to go back to make it make sense for you. Right. They okay. they, yeah, they yeah. had a Mississippi license, out-of-state co- recreational license. And what they were doing was perfectly legal, right? Okay. Because there was no regulations on sheep head. Right. But once they put that rec- regulation on there, they could only have 15 per person. So even though they
0: were commercial, they had to fall under the, re- the recreational. Yeah. Guy. Okay. That makes a so, sense. Uh,
2: so that's how they, they come back that. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I'm 100% right on that. But anyways, they... Um, I love targeting them, and I, I love catching them. And, you know, it's not like it's something hard to do, but I got really good at it. You know, mm-hmm. I've always liked them. I have my own little tricks, uh, things that I do that I don't think anybody really does to, to stay that consistent with them. But, you know, I would had these people get on board, and, man, people just get this in their head. Like, that That limit, that word drives me crazy. Got a limit. What's gotta the live. limit? Yeah, What's, yeah. We got to get to the limit. And so, you know, I kind of started – I wouldn't say I was lying to people, but it says on my website, there's a, there's a part about stewardship and that I make my own limits. And, you know, here me and Tommy are, you know, we're just, we're just raping these sheep, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're catching a ton. Mm-hmm. And I was like, first of all, I would go ahead and say it. I'd never kept the limit at all. Not nowhere close to it. Yeah. Me and Tommy were like, I told him, I said, man, I said, we gotta do something about this because you know, I'm tired of you know, having to talk to these people about, you know, the limits and we're not going to keep that many. And it's nothing about, we didn't want to clean them. Just that meat was going to go. You don't need that, many. Yeah. You don't need 60 sheephead. Yeah. You know, what are you going to do with 60 sheephead? Right. And so I told people, I said, the boat limits 20, 20 sheephead per trip. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was pretty fair for four people. That's a lot of meat, right? Dude, and and I told people I would say even before the trip I'd say look the 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 limit's 20 per boat that's what we're going to do and th- but we don't have to stop fishing so there was a bunch of days that we had like 100 even close to 200 fish days on these sheephead we were just killing them dude it, it was and it's fun you know right. and, and that's the other cool part about it and that I hope a lot of other charter captains pick up on is, uh, you know, I see a lot of other guys. I'm I'm not talking down or anything. I'm just saying that I see them, you know, they go for a certain species, they get a limit, and then they move on. Well, why do you move on? Why, right. why not sit there and catch them? If you're release? still
1: catching fish, yeah. yeah.
2: Why, why not let right. them catch them? They don't have to kill everything, you know? And I, and, I, and I stop people a lot because they just get in that mode. And, dude, it still happens to me sometimes. Sometimes I kind of get in this, like, crazy kill mode, and, you know, I got to stop myself. But... You know, I I tell people, I'm like, look, how much meat were you wanting to keep on this trip? Right. And they're like, oh, you know, we just wanted enough for this or enough for that. And I'm like, well, right now you got two gallon bags full. (laughs) Yeah. And I can tell you right now, and from my meat haul days. You're
1: not eating any of that. (laughs) Yeah. I know
2: that a a gallon bag slam full is going to be anywhere. It kind of depends on how much you fit in there. We're talking like eight to 10 pounds of meat. Mm Yeah. So that's 20 pounds of meat, roughly 16 Mm -hmm. to 20 pounds of meat. So, do you, when you go to the grocery store, right? Do you buy twenty pounds of beef? I don't no. think so, dude. You know, yeah. and you better so, have
1: about 20, 20 people over there eating fried yeah. fish. Yeah. And so,
2: I kind of bring things up like that, and I put it into perspective. And and it's also, it's also taking the time during the bite, which this is hard to get people to do. But a lot of people that come with me, they know the quality of the picture, so they take time to do it. You know, I like taking pictures of fish that are alive, yeah, because it looks way better. It's in the moment, moment. They just caught that fish.
1: Yeah. And it's not all curled up and frozen yeah. from the right. ice. chest. Yeah.
2: I can't say on here the things I say to people to make them smile. Everybody right. instantly mean mugs. I'm yeah. like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I always say something crazy or dirty or, you know, something yeah. to get a genuine smile. And so I'm like, look, you're going to have all these awesome pictures to look back on. You don't have to have the dead fish to look at in the cooler every five seconds to make sure it's still there, That's you know? Right. And so, uh, it's just some little things that I do w- with that to, to cause we don't really need that much meat. I mean, I understand that's part of it and I, I totally get it. I don't mind bringing fish home for people and, and a lot too. Cause like I said, I feel like 20 sheep heads, a ton that's of a meat, that's a pile. you know, but I could have 100% taken home a limit almost every trip, you right? Know? but yeah. I, that would have been 60 sheep head a day. Like yeah. the spots that I was fishing, you know i would have wiped them out like why would you do that to yourself yeah, yeah. why
0: why would you it's not even in your best interest yeah why would yeah. you
2: make it harder you know i've already yeah. got spots that i know where some are and i would just bounce around and because you know luckily i was the only boat really fishing these spots that i knew there was going to be some there the next day because i would pull man you we left ta- them biting <laughs> you want to talk about electronics dude yeah. that side scan it's unbelievable if you ain't got it you better get yeah, it yeah i love mine i don't even I love stop it stop at a spot anymore unless i see fish on the side scan. yeah mm-hmm. and dude you can i i know for a fact those spots we were fishing i'm talking thousands of them down mm-hmm. there yeah. like like dude you could see them down there you could Parade. see all the little white dots everywhere mm-hmm. and and you know i'd pull up see that get ready you know we were chumming them up it was just like you do snapper we were sight casting yeah. them behind the boat
1: top water be,
2: dude i did catch a lot on artificial a yeah. lot of voodoo shrimps mm-hmm. we caught a lot of them on voodoo because they were just so fired up we caught <laughs> this is real funny so uh tommy we pull up this spot and I always give people you know a, a little bit of a like a little bit of a class you know like this is what you need to do you know so you land this fish or whatever right. Cause I, I do get kind of intense, especially if it's like a good fish and they don't know what they're doing. And I'm, I'm yelling, but not like in a, mean right, right, way. Right, it's the, but like, I'm, I'm like, boat. I'm like, do this, do this. And they're yeah. not doing it. And I'm like, do this, you know, yeah. but I, uh, I try to tell them beforehand. So I don't, I don't really have to do that. So <laughs> Tommy's sitting there and we pull up to a spot and it's just a, uh, it was a, we were talking about him earlier. Dave flab with ice, right? It was an ice, right? head. That's all that was on there. Just, uh, a. a, a a three eighths ice strike jig head, right? And we hadn't even started fishing yet, and I'm like, Tommy, will you, you know, tell him, give him a little spill or whatever, while I get things set up. <clears throat> and he's like, Yeah. And so he tells everybody to come over there, and Tommy's doing it, and he, and he drops the. Uh, oh no, he's telling the guy what to do. The guy's got the rod in his hand, and he, and Tommy's like, All right, drop it in the water, and I'm gonna kind of show you what to do and when to set the hook and things like that. Because sheephead can be a little bit finicky. If you mm-hmm. you try to set the hook the first bite, you're right. Most right, the time, right. You're they not kind of like nibble, yeah. yeah. And so the guy drops the hook down, and then Tommy's like, All right, what they're going to do is they're going to come up and they're just going to kind of nibble it or whatever. As he says that, this dude's pole just bends over. And he's like, <laughs> eh! and, and Tommy's like, uh, oh, oh, never mind. There you got one. Yeah. And so he pulls it up, and dude, it was like a six pound sheep head. And, 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 I, and he was just like, And Tommy was like, I was like, Well, I guess we don't got to tell him anything <laughs> because it's just going to be a There goes a the tutorial. Yeah, yeah, just a, just a bare jig head. But I do, I like targeting. A lot of different styles of fish. I'm I'm very versatile, and I feel like you kind of be versatile in this game. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really would love to hang my hat on one species and and just do that, but I just don't it's think. Tough. It, it, well, it's tough, and I just don't think it's smart, honestly. Yeah, because um, you're making it harder on yourself, in my eyes. And as much as I would love to just take people wade fishing for trout like every day, um, that's just not really. It's nice to have a a change of pace every once in a while. Yeah. You know, take some. I call them tourist trips because they kind of are. There are people yeah. that are just coming down <laughs> here, and uh, unfortunately, uh, this isn't really known as a destination that people come here for the fish. It's always right. second hand. Right. You know, they're coming here I've for at a, a casino or uh, ball, casino yeah. or something like that, and then you know, fishing comes second. Yeah. So. You know, I don't mind those tourist trips because they're mind-numbingly easy. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. Like I'm, I'm burnt out, man. You know, I'm, I'm running every day. It's nice to just be like, what do y'all want to catch? they drop like,
1: the trolling motor down, spot lock it, yeah, go to town.
2: They're like anything. I'm like, yep. yes, my yeah. people. Like <laughs> right. you know, I'm like, right. we're gonna catch anything and everything. Yeah. You know, but I, I, I do going back to to Wade fishing, man. That that's that's. That's something I hope it it has been catching on the past couple of years, but um, that's something I'm pushing really hard right now.
1: You offer Wade fishing trips, Mm -hmm. I'm guessing?
2: Yeah. So – barrier islands and uh one of the main reasons i got that boat is um chandelier day trips hey. right mm-hmm. and i and i i i'm not trying to take any business away from the the big boat guys or, or sandy boat guys they're all awesome Brian Dale with diversion dean yep. with Beachwater, you know all of them uh dennis marshall with dmj all great guys that give an awesome experience I'm just trying to offer something just a little bit different to where it's just one day you're yeah. out there from going sun there, up come until you're ready to come back. And I feel like, you know, there's going to be a lot of days. Don't get me wrong that even with that boat that I'm not going to be able to get out there, but rough. Yeah. I, I feel like it's, it opens up so much, even if it is a little rough, but once you get out there, you know, you can kind of do whatever. Yeah. But what's awesome about that boat is 135 gallon tank. Which I don't think I'll ever burn in one trip. There's no way. Those twin 200 Suzuki's. I'm I'm averaging 2.5 to 2.8 uh, miles per gallon um, with a full load. And by full load, I mean anywhere from four to six people, uh, fuel, ice, everything. Yeah, and well, I'm wait. cruising. It's a long way. Too. Cruising 38 to 42. That's the big yeah. key. So, <clears throat> you know, we can get out there and. You know, say we fish, you know, somewhere on the north side of, of Chandelier or something. You know, like that's where I've been catching fish. And maybe it's it's not really happening. You know, I, I can say, okay, well, let's run down here to Airplane. Let's run down to the Pelican. Let's run. We yeah. can work our way all the way down to the south side. And then, if that's not good, we can go all the way to Freemason. We can go to Curlew. Yeah. We can go anywhere. That, that's what I want to be able to offer people. And that's what that boat allows. And especially with the speed, the fuel efficiency, and the ride, it, it really is just kind of the perfect scenario. And, you know, there's, there's already an audience for it. You, you look at a lot of the the guys in Texas that have been doing it for a long time, which I respect the hell out of a lot of those guys. And, you know, there's already people that have all their own gear, waders, they, they want to just chase trout, just big trout, you know, whatever. Yeah. And they might just be looking for somewhere different, and they might not have enough time on their hands to do a three or four day or two day trip. Maybe they just want to come down, yeah, go fishing, and go home the next day or something. You know, and that's that's what I really want to offer. Just, that blue
0: wave can do it too.
1: That blue yeah, blue wave. Usually, them Texas guys run them hyenas or whatever they are, right? Yeah. Hainies, yeah. Do whatever they are. Those things are legit too. Yeah,
2: those things are nice, man. Yeah, I, and when I fished the first time, I fished down in Mansfield, uh, me and. Chris Bush and his dad, Charlie. Man, dude, that's another great one y'all should have on here. Charlie Bush.
1: Yes, yes. We 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 already we talked to Chris about it one yeah. time. Yeah.
2: Dude, man, you think Chris is cool? Yeah. He got he got way from his dad. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, his dad's awesome. I love Mr. Charlie to death, man. He's like a he's like another dad to me. You yeah. Know? I mean, I know that he would do anything for me if I asked. And great, great guy, a phenomenal fisherman, you know, top tagger in Louisiana for I don't even know how many years. I that's think he's tagged like too. twelve thousand trout or something crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's I mean, saying it's, something. That's just how many he's tagged. Right. Imagine man. how many of those times he didn't tag. You right. Know I mean? Right. But um, we go down to Mansfield, and and Chris had he kind of prepped me. He was like, "Dude, this is gonna be like something you've never you know done before," and uh, just adding Mike McBride to that experience <laughs> really elevates it. He, it I, I say. He, I don't think he likes it when I say this, but I think he's like the Matthew McConaughey of trout fishing. Like, you know, Matthew McConaughey's cool, everything yeah. he does, hey, the hey, way hey, he hey. tells stories. That's like Mike. You know, all it's right, like everything right, is like, you know, eccentric and he's just a really cool cat. But um, we get down there and, you know, this is my first time doing this style of fishing. And Port Mansfield, Texas is a, a wade fisherman's dream. I mean, right. Chandelier is too, but, you know, there's not a ton of eight to 10 pound trout swimming around like there is. Well, you always hear Baffin Bay, Baffin Bay, Baffin Baffin Bay. yeah. But uh, Mansfield, um, it's basically just like, you think about like if the whole Mississippi Sound was just like a flat Flat, with grass and structure Mm. and just full of fish, right? That's basically what it is. And probably even bigger than the Mississippi Sound. But on average, it's two feet deep. So you're in these little, you talk about those Haney's and those shallow sports. And you're in these little boats, and you're running, and and you know you start out in the morning, you know fishing your spots you want to fish, and as the sun comes up, they'll take you on these flats, dude. And I mean you're running, and I'm not exaggerating, like six inches of water, mm. and you're running like thirty or forty, Ooh. and they'll slow down a little bit, and you'll 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 you're everybody's up on top on on these boats, and everybody's looking. You'll see a thirty inch trout swim off, twenty eight inch trout. You know, ten pound or nine, but they're they're just sitting on these flats, yeah. chilling, and you're just going by and just watching them swim off. It's like nothing you've ever seen. It, it, it's crazy, dude.
3: Yeah, uh,
1: that's
2: that's, that's, a, that's a dream
1: that's a little different spot.
2: than over here. Yeah,
0: it's a little, different it's a little bit different, but yeah. uh,
1: that's that's on the list. That's on the bucket list. Baffin yeah. Bay is definitely on the bucket yeah. list because yeah. that's money
0: dude the comments have been blowing up we just the conversation's been rolling i didn't want to interrupt with uh, i talk we, a lot yeah dude. we got andrew stop, Andrew dude. whitman's in the comments oh, blowing geez, that up. Guy. yeah he oh, said he'll man. hold the camera for us he's in. Oh, he yeah. wants to go on a trip uh your wife's been in here a few times uh chiming in the boss yeah the boss is yeah. in here uh <laughs> i'm assuming chris at speckled truth commented earlier oh, yeah. splash match was in here saying we uh we always have the best uh in our studio we appreciate that um, dude, I'm gonna touch those on that guys for a second. Are that legit. dude's awesome. Yeah, yes. so I went over there. Um, he commented like an hour ago, but
1: yeah, <laughs> thanks, Steve. Well, he's yeah. doing a safe four now. That safe for is
2: so is money. Uh, I, I was telling him about this is that you know, we were just talking about Charlie Bush, and um, Charlie had a little YF 17 yellowfin uh skiff. And yeah. you, dude, I, those I, are legit. I hope he not get mad at me. I don't remember if it was 12,000 trout or whatever he t- it was a lot of trout, thousands yeah. of trout, right. He had safe floor in that thing. And when I went and fished with him, I asked him, I was like, you know, he's a no-nonsense guy. Mm-hmm. I was like, what do you think about this safe floor? And he was like, I absolutely love it. Yeah. So that 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 safe floor, I don't know how many years he had it in that boat, but I know for a fact that at least 12,000 fish hit the deck yeah. on that. <laughs> yeah, and it still looked fine, yeah. you know? And, and mm-hmm. I was, when I got this boat, uh, I contacted Steve and I was thinking about getting safe floor in it. And I mean, I still, I still might, I don't know. I, I'm kind of looking at, I'm going to start buying a new boat every year. You know, you start working with these companies, they want you in the latest and greatest. So right, I'm going to start yeah. doing that whole thing. And I, I'm when, every time I buy something, no matter what it is, I'm thinking about when I'm going to sell it and right. how I'm going to sell it. You know right. what I mean? That's just kind of how you got to be, especially nowadays. So I don't want to put something in it that somebody might not like, right. you know yeah. what I mean? Cause that's, that's a high end boat. They're going to pay a lot of money for it and safe floor that's the only thing i didn't like about safe floors. is that it's permanent it's yes. not it's not coming yes
1: out. i didn't but- I, I liked it a whole lot better than the other C decks or whatever you want yeah. to put in because it to me it looks better now I've, i haven't been in one to actually fish on it see how Dude, much it, better it, it is
2: it's really nice and at steve's shop he did a little section like on his floor uh of that of that a safe floor yeah. and you can walk on it and feel it and things like that and, and like i said i might still do it i really don't know but he is making some custom things for me um uh, he's doing uh, something. I got an Engel 165-quart cooler that I yeah. fit in there long ways, kind of like a coffin box. Nice. And uh, and there's still plenty of room in that boat, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. But uh, he's going to do a custom with my logo and a, a ruler yeah. on there and, and things like that. I talked
1: to him uh, about two weeks ago. He's going to do a, my helm pad's coming up on mine, so he's going to cut the brown water pelican in the helm
0: pad and put it on there. So awesome, it's, it's nice. going to be cool, man. Uh, Marty's in the comments now. Bob. Marty Wilson. Yeah. He said, preach <laughs> it. Captain Kyle. Yeah, so I was it. just talking to him earlier. Yeah. Man. We got to get him in here uh, for, for one for sure. Yeah. Uh dude, we went we went a good uh, long run on this. What are we one, at? Man. Over uh, an hour? Uh, oh, hour and a half. Hour and a half. I can still go. I know, I I can see it in go. your face. You still got a <laughs> ton of stuff. What uh what what haven't we covered though? Hot topics? Anything we didn't mention so far, uh other than uh, we gotta send everybody to your website and your stuff. But other than that, what uh
2: Uh I'd really like to touch on uh we touched on it a little bit. Um, you know, I'm just making excuses here, but it's kind of the truth. You know, I was was transitioning from a a, a new career, still keeping with family. So my CCA stuff kind of fell off the back end a little bit. That wasn't high up on my priority list because I was more worried about providing for my family. But um, I'm really about to push that a lot harder and try to get that going again. So um, I'd really like for... And, dude, we got some cool stuff with the research lab. Y'all, like, a lot of people don't realize how awesome some of the stuff they do right here in Mississippi, we're talking about like world renowned stuff. Like Jim Franks has satellite tagged Marlin. I mean, like this is all recent stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, we do some incredible things at the, at the research lab. And I I really, I do anything I can to help them. And Angelos there, Pat Graham, Jim Franks, uh, Kelly, all of them are, are just super, I say it again, super, super passionate. (laughs) And, and, and they, they love what they do. And I really think that, you know, people need to really realize how, how much stuff they do there. And so I'm going to start holding some, um, and I did this before, and, and, and it's they do these, like, presentations. So all you Triple Tail guys, I know Triple Tail. Oh, yeah, so I, hot, t- hot I, ticket. I, I, I really hate to do this because I, I don't want it to get any more popular than it is. Yeah. But the, rec- the research lab <laughs> did a study on them here. And, and, and they got, you know, satellite tag stuff and tag stuff and they have all the data compiled and it's a presentation and it's, it's crazy. It's really awesome information. So at my ship island meetings coming up here soon, I don't have any date set, but I'm going to get some set and we're going to share some of that information. Like some of the tarpon research that we did with them, the triple tail stuff. Um, I'm helping them out with a mangrove snapper study right now. Mm. Um, We're going to start really. Really trying to get to the public to like let them know, you know, what's going on, like what they're doing here and things like that. And I'm really trying to help them with that. And I'm gonna do it through CCA, so, like at my meetings.
0: So that's where we should send people. Mm-hmm. Is there a Facebook page set up specific for yes. that? Okay, what, Coastal what,
2: Conservation Association Mississippi. Okay, that's yeah. easy so enough to remember. If you haven't liked that yet, just check that out and. um Like I said, we were talking earlier. I think we got sidetracked like a 100 times. We did. That's okay. uh, Going back to the CCA stuff is that that membership is really, really important. I know like a lot of people talk about the money, but it's kind of hard for me to call these legislators and these, you know, congressmen and especially, you know, federal congressmen and, and things like that. And you know, you say, "Hey, I'm part of this organization," and they're like, "Well, how many members do you have? Right. We only have like a thousand CCA members in the whole state of Mississippi." What's the cost on the membership? Thirty four dollars a year. Yeah. Oh
0: Jesus.
1: And you get some stickers in a magazine.
2: Yeah. So so you actually, dude, it's kind of funny because you get so many coupons through Academy that you like if you shop at Academy, it might. And he pays you, for and, your membership, and you buy a thirty-four dollar membership, you get coupons where you're gonna you're gonna actually save more money than what right. you invested. So, and the magazine, the Tide magazine, really is pretty cool, yeah, and, and I cool. try to contribute to that as as much as I can. But really, what you need to think about is not, you know, hey, I'm giving them this thirty-four dollars, like you know, I want to know what I'm getting out of it. What you're getting out of it is is you're giving us a number, and that number means a lot. Like that number in my eyes, that number needs to be more in the five to 10,000 range Yeah. because there's, there's roughly 88,000 saltwater licenses sold in the state of Mississippi and we have 1000 CCA members. That's not good. So, you know, I understand that, you know, there's a lot of things that are messed up and we don't do everything perfect, but it's hard to really get things done when you're sitting there trying to rail somebody about something. And you're just talking, you're just representing a thousand people. Yeah. You know, it's like, they're like, we don't care about you. Yeah. You know, you're, 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 you're peanuts, Find some people you know? and, and come back. The, the, the higher that number is, the more, and, and I promise you, there are so many things that get done behind the scenes. Like you talk about my wife comment on there, ask yeah. her how much I talk on the dang phone. And <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's not just charter stuff. It's stuff like this. You know, I'll talk to legislators. I'll talk to people at the research lab. I'm talking to people at the DMR, yeah. you know, I'm spending a lot of time behind the scenes and I don't like sharing that stuff. Number one, because it's not stuff that really needs to be shared. And I don't like, um, really trying to boast myself. I don't, I don't like that. I yeah. kind of been trying to kind of come out of my shell. Well, you, a, it's a, a catch bit.
0: 22 cause you got to promote it a little bit, right? To get the yeah, word out. Right. So you, you got to yeah. do that. But, but
2: uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I I, <laughs> I I care what people think about me and I don't at the same time, I don't want people to think, oh, he's just doing this because it makes him look
0: good. Or uh, or Splash whatever. Matt said, "Get a license plate too." I'm assuming a CCA license plate helps. Yeah, to so contribute. the, the yeah.
2: CCA license plate is awesome. And speaking of license plates, um, the one golf, one goal, um, Marty Wilson's foundation. I'm not going to say too much about that because that's something y'all need to get him on. Yeah, here. we'll and get him on. He's he's still, still in there. Yeah, he's still in there, Marty. Yeah, it's an open on. invitation. So. Yeah, yep. so we're still pushing for that too. We got to get, um, you know, 300 of them sold. We're at like barely a hundred. And, um, what that's going to do is that's a Cobia license plate. Every license plate that's bought is going to like, it's going to pay to raise a fingerling Cobia. The research lab is going to raise them. And then we're going to release them out here in like, like September, nice. Wh- whatever we find Sweet. is like the best time to release. I know it's a migratory fish and it's going to go somewhere else, but Marty's real big on, you know, same as me putting things back in in, yeah. in the water. We've taken out enough. Let's put some in, but dude, the license plate. It looks legit. It's so yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's Marty's Kobia. I mean, yeah. it's it's so awesome. I can't wait. I I I got more than one vehicle, so I'm still going to have my CCA one, but I'm definitely going to have the uh the Kobia one. Yeah, the Cobia for sure. one. It. Love it, dude. That's, that's, a pretty that's, cool. that's sweet.
0: Amazing. That's great advice. So, CCA go join up, go like the Facebook page if y'all haven't done that already. Uh, where do they need to go the people that are listening watching where do they need to go to get in touch with you and book a trip after they've heard uh this hour and a half to get to know you Tom right it ain't it, it's uh yeah. now they know who they're dealing with yeah sure.
2: so um fishcoastalwaters.com. and speaking of Marty uh I do my I, I'm, I'm talking about my company marty came up with a lot of this dude uh, it was I told him what I wanted and uh, you know I wanted something professional and, mm-hmm. I, and I wanted something clean I didn't want like actual fish in my logo or anything. I just wanted something that would be cool on stickers, hats, things mm-hmm. like that. And as I'm sitting here telling them this, this is how talented this dude is. I'm kinda of telling him I'm like, man, you know, I like redfish. I wouldn't mind having like a redfish tail in it or something like that. You
1: draw it on I, a napkin or something? I'm drawing it on a damn napkin. <laughs>
2: and, and, and and he gets done and he's like, like that? Like and that. And I was yeah. like, yeah. Dude, are you serious? Absolutely. Yeah. Just like that. And he yeah. was like, he was like, yeah, yeah, let me let me draw it up on the computer, man. We'll be good to go. You yeah. know, yeah, and I was Sweet. like, damn. But um, we talked about my name. Um, he helped me with that. Marty's really super smart when it comes to marketing. Mm-hmm. Like, he helped me narrow down the name because um, I didn't want charters. Because I, I really, you know, when I introduce myself to people and they ask what I do, I don't say I'm a charter captain. I say I'm a guide. I think there's yeah. a difference between a, a charter captain and a guide. I'm not taking anything away from charter captain. Yeah. I'm just saying that a, a guide is more about, you know, guiding you to what you're doing and the experience and things like that. And, um, I just, I like that better, but I didn't want guide services and nobody around here had outfitters and I, I really liked outfitters and, um, Eric and Mo Newman down in Venice, Louisiana, their journey South outfitters. I thought that was a really cool name and I, that just always kind of rung with me. And I don't know, I, I wanted outfitters in it and, and we came up with that. And it then, sounds
0: like a total brand to me. Yeah. yeah. Big, and, you know, a package, all around, yeah.
2: And when we came to decide the website name, I was like, man, you know, Coastal Waters Outfitters is like, you don't want to type all that in, you know? (laughs) And so I'm sitting here, I'm I'm banging my head around trying to figure it out. Uh, Marty lives down the street from me. So I'll always just pop in his house. He's always working 24 Mm seven and he's in there working on something. and, And I'm in there and I'm telling him about it. He's like, dude, Fish Coastal Waters. And I was like, Nailed it. Dude, like again, <laughs> he he just he just pops up with it. inside. I was like that's perfect. fish yeah. Coastal, So it's it's fishcoastalwaters.com and I have as much information on there as I can. You can look at the trips and rates. You can even you can go to the book now tab and there's options of the different styles of trips and you click that and it'll show my open dates. So right. you can pick the date but obviously, um, very few people just go ahead and like book a trip and, and that's it. I'll call you if you do. I'm going to want to ask you a couple questions, mm-hmm. but, uh, any questions on there, there's a call now, button. my numbers all over the internet, uh, my Facebook is coastal waters outfitters. Um, you're speaking about stories. I'm actually about to change my Instagram to a business account. Yeah. So all, all my friends and, and people that like to keep up with me on the, the, the Facebook stories, like you know you can integrate those two, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. So whenever yeah. you post to Instagram, it goes to Facebook. Right. So that's not gonna go to my personal page anymore. It's right. gonna go to my coastal waters That's so how we do it here. I- yes. If you yeah. enjoy them for yeah. whatever reason, yeah. no, they're good. <laughs> um, you're gonna have to go to my coastal <laughs> waters page. <laughs> the, yeah. uh, the one piece t- a
0: day is one of my favorites.
2: Dude, yeah. I didn't even get a to touch on I know. The, the there the was doors. a ton that we haven't even got to the yet. doors. You are gonna have c- to come back and do a part There'll two. No doubt. Yeah. So where's your
0: boat out? Your slip?
2: Uh, Point Cadet Marina, uh, right next to, very. Uh, it's I, I want to say I'm the closest charter boat to Gornflow's Tackle, uh, which you just had, Danny. Just on. had him on here, yeah. Awesome. So, that is the only place I buy fuel. Um, great, great people. I get tackle from them. Everything's a one-stop shop, dude. Awesome people. If yeah. you live here, please go there. Check it out. Give them a chance. Let them order it for you. A lot of places that don't have anything you can even order right now, and they can still get stuff. Yeah. So, definitely keep that in mind, but- Point Cadet Marina, right behind the Golden Nugget Casino. Um, when you come back to the Point Cadet Marina and you come around the parking garage, you're going to come to a stop sign. And dude, I, I, I'm just a really lucky dude. I've gotten lucky with a lot of things in life. Just look right. And no, you look straight. It's <laughs> oh, straight. Oh, you're straight ahead? When, oh, yeah, when you, you are straight when ahead. When you come huh? to that stop yeah. sign, you will see my sign. You're right. Marty designed yeah. it. It's got... Awesome stuff on I got a picture it. of it yeah, right there. Yeah, oh, nice. Look at that. Sweet. So you
0: can see it. It's got all your contact information on yeah. it right there. there the it is. So you
2: see the sign right there. You can't, my boat is on the wall. My clients ask me all the time. They're like, How did you get this spot? Like,
0: what did you do? Do you
2: pay extra? I was like, It was open. <laughs> I was wow. like, I just got I just lucky. signed up. Yeah, yeah, I just I signed paperwork and, you know, it was mine. But yeah. I'm thinking about, um, I've been really thinking about adding a second slip at Gulfport Harbor. Uh, so I That'd might do sweet. that as well. I, I like, I live in Gulfport, uh, you know, but I, I run out of Biloxi. The foot traffic there is awesome, but mm-hmm. kind of building my clientele up to where foot traffic's not really an issue for me anymore, and I don't really need it as bad. So uh, I really like Gulfport, and it, I fish. That's something, if you come with me, like a lot of people say, you know, where are we going to fish? You know, and they're asking me like a month in advance. I'm like, I have no idea. We're going to go wherever the fish are. Like, right. Right. I've had other charter captains mess with me because, you know, I'll burn 20 gallons of fuel on a half-day trip. And they're like, dude, that's too much. It's cutting into your profit. I'm like, I don't care. Right. Because we got on the fish. catching fish. Yeah. I'm going to go wherever the fish are. So, I grew up fishing more uh, Cat Island, Illipete, things like that. Yeah. And I've kind of neglected that because uh, my slip in Biloxi. It's a run. But it forced myself to learn ship and horn. Right. So, now I got those in my back pocket and— I really, you know, this year, I'm not neglecting Cat Island. I'm not neglecting Illa Pete. I got my Louisiana God license. Um, that's another thing, people. If you go with somebody and you're in Louisiana waters, you better make sure that they have a Louisiana God license because <clears throat> you're going to get in trouble too. A lot of people don't know that. but oh, wow. Because when you... When you sign up to go with somebody, uh, you know when you when you fish Louisiana waters, whether you're with a charter captain or not, you have to buy a, a, a license. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. like a, a one day pass. It's only yeah. ten bucks. Yep. But if you're out there, man, dude, they don't care. You know, you're fishing in their waters, and you don't have a license. They, they, if they want to, they can write you a ticket too. Mm-hmm. So definitely make sure that your your people are legit. You know, yeah. just gotta throw that out there because that's that's a big deal. That would suck to not only get all your fish taken but then get fined as well yeah. i, I got would a not be, that's happy. Not be a i'm just cut. gonna start pointing at the captain that dude. That dude yeah, yeah, it's yeah it's his fault yeah. yeah but um i'm thinking about getting that slip in port just to kind of open up my options. so it's not so far of a run yeah, yeah i can haul butt over there in that boat but it's a lot nicer just to go
0: eh, straight instead on, of going yeah. that yeah. way yeah so we still want to do uh, a fishing uh documentation, go out, film it and do like that. We got the drone work and all that. Apparently Andrew's going to come with us and uh, he's going to film it for us. So, uh, I I, I messaged you about a long time ago, COVID hit. And then everything we lost our studio. I was going to bring it up because I don't know
2: if you remember this. But I was the one who told y'all, I was like, we need to do that. Like, yes. Like, yeah, so, that's why you were the first person. Okay, once Joey and I right.
0: kind of got our gear right. up a little bit, we were like, all Every, right, Kyle's the guy. We're doing everybody it. hears yeah. this. That's on record. Yeah, we're going to do a
2: lot. Li- well, I don't know if we could do live. It depends on where we are. Depends but on we're going to record, record a podcast out on the water. I think absolutely. it's going to be oh, awesome. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was talking awesome. about the
0: like, document fishing trip. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we do both. But
2: no, I wanted to do a podcast like out on the water. Like we can... I really like breaking stuff down, so we can talk about the day and and how we oh, figured that, it out. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. All of that we can stuff. do that.
0: That's no problem. Really we can like. do it. Yeah, we got the GoPros now and everything, so, awesome. we'll do yeah, we, and everything, so awesome. we do it. Those GoPros have gone a long way. Yes, they have. They don't even need
1: a case anymore. anymore. They're waterproof. Just throw them overboard. Yeah, Go we got the newest one just
0: the other day, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. The nine.
2: Yeah. Is it nine? They're on. I think I got the eight. Yeah. Yeah. This one's got the screen on the front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 what they Legit, needed. They yeah. needed that bad. <laughs>
0: uh, Captain Kyle, we appreciate your time, man. Thanks for yep. coming in here, people. If you don't know him by now, I don't think you ever will. Yep. Go check him out on his website, on his Facebook page. Hit him up, send him a message, text him, whatever you got to do. Go have a good time with him. I think uh, I think you'd be well happy, well pleased with where how you spend your money and uh, the experience that you get from them. Absolutely.
1: So, go buy some gear, too. Go check yeah, his website yeah, out.
0: check the gear out as well. Uh, thanks, everybody, for being in the comments section. They were flying in. Y'all have to go, go, go back and read some of them. They're, <laughs> they're good stuff. Uh, we appreciate y'all listening, and uh, we'll see y'all on the next one, man. That's it. All right. Thanks, guys. Later. Thanks so much for checking out the episode. Hope you dug it. If you're enjoying the show, make sure you're following us on all the social platforms. That's at BrownwaterB, all one word. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, you name it, we're there. Be sure to check us out. And uh, if you're really enjoying the show and you want to be a supporter, man, jump over to BrownWaterBanter.com. We have all kind of merch for sale. We have our uh, leather patch uh richardson 112 snapback hats we've got t-shirts dry fit hoodies dry fit short sleeve dry fit long sleeves uh cotton t-shirts so whatever you were looking for we got you covered there once again thanks so much for checking us out and uh, we'll see you on the next one
1: brown water band